When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, and we are recording with this unholy fucking alliance of Tom Luongo, <laughs> Dave Callum out in the middle of the woods, maybe at a cold compound, maybe not, and uh, James Kunzler, who is absolutely at his own cold compound, as am I. Uh, for all future listeners, today is Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. Uh, I'm not sure if China's going to start war over Nancy Pelosi, but Tom, I will say this. I don't know if you knew this. Mm. But there was a uh, direct uh, duplicate of your Twitter account. That yeah, I there was. That's about the and, second or third one that's come up, actually. Well, they was, started retweeting. I never checked notifications, but they started retweeting old episodes of you and me. I was like, oh, I guess Tom's just going back. And, and, then, it said, <laughs> and then it said Tom started following you. I was like, that's weird. I thought I was, and I saw that I wasn't following you. And I was like, that's weird. And then they messaged me and said, how are you, handsome? And I said, oh, this yeah. isn't Tom. This and I clicked Tom. on it and said account suspended. So with that. No, he he does that to me all the time. So no, that was Tom. <laughs> How are you, handsome? That was. Dave, yeah. you're not supposed to say, say yeah, this I in know. public. Well, I, I saw the title of your podcast, so I had to go with that one. <laughs> what not handsome or, or but no yet the gay boys or something. No, the yeah, gay boys. Something. Well, well, I guess that does make sense. They did follow us through uh, the gay boys. But uh. I guess up top are uh, are we are we hurtling towards nuclear war or did Ukraine just not scare anybody enough so now they're going <laughs> big dick in a Taiwan? James, what do you think? Not that you have well, the answer, but... I, I think that they did not shoot down Nancy Pelosi's plane or or do anything else yet. But I would be very surprised if the Chinese don't do something demonstrative, you know. They and they're very patient. They have a long timeline. Uh, they're kind of in the driver's seat, considering how fucked up and, and weak our uh, government is. And uh, I'm waiting for some other shoe to drop. Yeah, I I don't know, because I think they just started live fire exercises. And apparently, like, no yeah. one can get onto any websites in China or something. Like, everyone's like, I, I don't know, banned from externally. Um, I don't I don't know. Are they trying to call the, the bluff of the U.S. military? Are they? Are they? Is it as simple as they sense weakness, or is it desperation? Do they need to make a move? Is this the weakest we've been in a while? Is it the strongest they've been in a while? And there's like a kind of a cross section where they got to act now. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! But where's we sent Nancy? Right. Oh. So, so you have this sort of sense like China's provoking, and I and we sent Nancy. I, I don't know what that means. I, it seems to me that that's the equivalent of dropping some sort of chemical weapon on Taiwan, but um... <laughs> with her breath, certainly. Yeah. I, know. In way, I know. In a way, it is kind of like the most like based like insult ever. It's like if you let that bitch within a thousand miles of the mainland, like, yeah. we will kill a billion humans. <laughs> that's right. Or ourselves. I, I, my take on this is like, there's a number of ways we can look at this, right? And of course, mine's like the most complicated because I'm, you know, I was thinking about this stuff the other day in terms of like, so last week we had all this news about chips, right? We had the the, the chip sack go through. We had the announcement from SMIC that they uh, perfected seven nanometer technology, right? 
um, and that they're shipping Bitcoin ASICs based on seven nanometer uh, 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 gate size. And, and I'm like, is there a connection here? Because ultimately, this comes down to sanctions always buy time. Right. They don't buy victory. This is what I wrote about the other day. They don't buy time, don't buy victory. They just buy time. And so if there's a connection here between whether or not the Russians are going to go on the offensive again, really go on the offensive this fall in either Kharkov or in Odessa, most likely in the north Kharkov and Sumy and and whatnot, um, but possibly take Nikolaya. Are we like are all of our are we just itching for a reason to put export restrictive sanctions on China. And that's the reason why you send someone like Pelosi to Taiwan to get the Chinese to overreact to that. We can be the agreed party and go, oh, we didn't do anything. We just sent, you know, drunk Nancy to Taipei. We didn't do anything wrong. It's the Chinese that are terrible. And then, but we're going to slap massive export controls on everything, including chips, including, you know, all of this stuff. And to because if there's possibility here that the export controls on advanced technology of a military bent, which is the main reason for sanctions, the idiotic sanctions on keeping the idiotic sanctions on the Russians is to stop them from getting, you know, you know, lithography, optic, you know, optics, blah, 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 all this stuff that we've been trying to deny them in order to build advanced tanks, advanced weaponry and, and all of their advanced prototypes and put them into production then it would seem to me like all of this is a, you know, as a designed provocation to do exactly what we did in the run-up before Ukraine, which is that we want a war, or at least Davos wants a war with Ukraine in order to put the United States on a two-front war. It's the same thing I've been saying for a year and a half. It's like, this is, it just looks to me like it's the same playbook as as uh, as February. All well, over. you certainly don't get the idea that the people running U.S. foreign policy are in control of anything. So uh, you know, one right. would have to conclude that they're being jerked around by other forces. I agree, and, Jim, completely. You know, Davos and WEF would be the likely candidate. Although I still, you know, I think D- Dave and I had a conversation on my podcast last week, which, mm-hmm. by the way, I just put up uh, last night. I, and I forgot to send you. I heard a- about that. Uh, and now I need to listen to it. Uh, but uh, we're both uh, quite mystified about exactly how does this uh, uh, punk ass academic organization managed to influence so many governments. I have an answer. Okay, they were organized by Henry Kissinger in the same cabal that like has been running U.S. foreign policy. For ding, 50 ding, years. ding. Yeah, he was a he was a student under under old boy Kissinger. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the WEF was was created and designed from the ground up to eventually be the you know the NGO of choice that would legitimize all of this you know ridiculous new neo-european colonialism yeah but how do they enforce anything i don't get it they don't have an army they don't have any no, they just have, government they, structure it's like they know, have just... the money they have they it's a cons- i think davos when i think davos i just think old european money so they're just buying everybody off yeah they just buy people left and right they don't and even it's, like, it's the rothschilds it's the it's the it's the royal crown it's all those people it's the old club of rome it's all those it's all that old dutch German. I don't see how British. blowing up Western civilization is in their interest. Well, but Western civilization is going to blow up uh, on their. It's going to blow up without them, and they can either be yeah. in. They can either be in charge of what's what's ever left over, or because they can't allow the Russians and the Chinese to get out from underneath it. 
they want complete they they want their colonies back in the west and then they want the russians and the chinese brought low and if the worst that can happen if their their fallback position is to destroy the united states as a going concern and and throw it against the russians and the chinese so that we're blood white and i don't see how the russians and chinese are doesn't leave europe it doesn't make any sense at this point it's a dumb plan but this is what's happening I don't see how the Russians and Chinese are going to come out in the, you know, uh, the low end of this equation. Me either. I'm not telling you that I agree with this plan, Jim, or that I think it's a good one, or that if I was the guy sitting at the diplomacy table, that would be the way I would hatch my 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 path to victory. Well, I but mean, I think, that's it has the best, no I think that's the best hand they have at this point. It's one thing to have, you know, to be semi incoherent. This this whole scenario has no coherence at all. I know. It's completely mystifying. I mean, I agree. I mean, the I, only thing that they the only jump thing in whenever that, you want. I don't. I don't. I don't mean to 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 to, to dominate this or anything. And I, I, I've never been bashful about jumping in. I'm just listening. Fighting <laughs> okay. his time. Jump on in. He's yeah. he's, he's, he's much I mean, I, I, mean, I, I it, it just it. This was there. There was always the plan to get us towards a central. Uh, you know, a, a global control over money via the central banks via digital currencies and all the rest of this and well the chinese and the russians are going to implement their own versions of central bank digital currencies which i don't doubt they're going to do it's not the same system that you know the the old money in europe wants they're broke they know they're broke so they're you know when they're broke what do they do this is the same playbook that they're they really think they're playing they're running the same playbook they did with with world war one and world war two right where they foment a freaking war and then they ran all their money out of Europe and they hit it in the United States, financed the freaking war. And then when, when the dust settled and moved all their money back into Europe hmm. and rebuilt Europe, that's what these people did. These people are cockroaches. Well, where, and- where I depart from this whole scenario is that, you know, and I, I wrote a couple of books about this and I, I sort of meant it sincerely. Hmm. You know, I, I think industrial civilization per se is uh, uh, retreating, contracting, and kind of ending. And that is an emergent uh, phenomenon quite independent of what uh, the nabobs of finance want or think about or plan. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I see this as something that's happening, whatever or regardless of who wants that to happen, it's happening. And it's being expressed in in a grand contraction of economic activity. But uh, I, I don't see how it would benefit any cabal of bankers to accelerate it, make it worse, fuck with it. Uh, well, you know. yeah. Well, again, if, if you're, if, if only if you know you're a doctrinaire commie, and you really do believe that capital formation can happen only through the state mechanism. And, that, and these people really are that that dumb. Have you yeah, read? Thomas, I, I don't have you read that. Thomas Piketty's Capital in the Twenty First Century? But I, I don't. It's, it's as it's as incoherent as Keynes's General Theory, and we've been running the world on that for eighty years. Well, we've been <laughs> like, running the world on on abundant energy resources, which would tend to overcome anybody's idiotic uh, uh, ideologies. Agreed. 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 Uh, but and and now that that we're running into pricing problems and scarcity problems with that primary resource you know that is also but that's manufactured anybody's that, uh, ideology but that's manufactured so they manufactured the, uh, a supply crisis and energy I think and by the way i've kept off the market for you know 
75 years, nuclear. you know, but nuclear power of various types, be it, you know, the uranium 238 cycle or the uranium 233 cycle via thorium or whatever. I mean, they've done this on purpose. Like their whole purpose is this is just, they're just Malthusians. They actually want to rule a world of 1 billion people because they think that's all they can control. And they think that's all that's sustainable. They know well, they know, can't the, control a world of 7 billion people. They the don't other have problem I have with this is that it seems to me that the macro trend is not for centralization, but for decentralization. Agreed. And, and these are these are epic global forces that, you know, you have to really swim upstream to to make this centralized thing happen. I just don't see it, you know. I know it's not going to work. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think it's going to. Don't, Jim, I, don't get me wrong. I'm just telling you what I think they're they're trying to do, and I think they're actually because they're such control freaks, and they can see the forces of decentralization overwhelming them, that they're going for the they're they're going for the the brass ring now. And well, I I don't see how they can possibly not off. piss off about four billion people in this world. Who they already have come, who are going to come after them hard. Agreed. So agreed completely. No, that's a that's a good point, Jim. Is if you want total centralization and total control, you'd want the world to keep going forward at a blistering pace of internet accessibility, of cameras everywhere, of everyone tied into a central global internet brain. You wouldn't want the op. They have more control over. You can control more with the narrative when everyone has a screen in their hands than you could two hundred years ago when it and it took a month for news to get from the east coast to the west coast. It doesn't seem to be in line with a global centralized control structure, unless, of course, it's what you're saying, Tom, and it's that it's already receding. Decentralization is receding, and that just seems to be like a natural thing, like a law that's happening that's far bigger than any one person. Yeah, that's what they're, I'm saying. They're looking, at, I, yeah, they're looking at it as a wave, and they're like, let's surf the wave. I, I just think it's, I, you know, I mean, again, I... I don't, don't get me wrong. I just think they feel their power slipping. And as you know, and people who have power fight like hell to hold on to it. Drowning people will, you know, will don't help a drowning person yeah, without, you know, you don't, you. don't go in there because they'll, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll step on you to get, to get back to the surface. It's like, it's, that's the level that I see them at at this point. And, and that's why I can see them sending Pelosi to Taiwan. I mean, she's she's ultimately expendable, right? Yeah, I mean, if yeah. the Chinese were to shoot her down, who would care? I mean, everyone would care. Oh, 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 no, that would not go well. And now Dave pipes in. Now, <laughs> well, I, I, we see where his crush I, lies. Yeah, well, no, no, it's no shoot her down. I, I'm fine with that. But it's, <laughs> you won't see me sobbing over it, but but right. no, Pelosi getting shot down would be would a be a ma- would be a major event. Right. And also the guys who think they can only rule a billion people rather than eight or nine billion people are ignoring the fact that there'll be total road warrior and there'll be no, right. no anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if they're ruling a billion people, there'll be nine hundred nine hundred and ninety nine million people coming after them. Yeah. Right. And they'll and you know the in, infrastructure of everything falls apart. Right. Yeah. If you went from eight billion to six billion, I think you'd You'd have a real problem on your hands, right? We're having I, trouble. We're having trouble running out of truck drivers, right? <laughs> I, I know. I, I know. It's like, but this is, I, I like, guys. I'm not. You know, 
I'm not, I'm just the messenger. Yeah. <laughs> I look at this and I just say, this is insane. It's moronic. It's dumb. I've been fighting with people. I mean, people arguing with me for three years. I used, I finally had to cut off comments on my blog because these people would just come in and tell me I'm wrong and just continue because they see the, they see the trappings of it. And every day it's just, Oh, they're all powerful. I'm like, well, if they're all powerful and it's all going to suck, then just kill yourself and shut up and stop commenting on my blog. Would you please? Well, that last, that'd be better. That last line applies to a lot of life. (laughs) Kill yourself and shut up. I mean, that's, that's kind of, that's who brought policy back up. My wife says that to me every other day. So (laughs) I mean, mean, truly it applies to everything though. It's kind of a universal, just fuck off and kill yourself. But so then it comes down to what Tom you've brought up before is, is there a, is there a schism at the highest levels between the fed and the Davos crowd? I, you know, I, you know, well then, well then is that, is that beneficial to us? The, the peasants and that, Our alliances are, you know, we hate the Soviets, but hey, in the 40s, it was like, hey, you know, we're both trying to fuck the Nazis. So you get me a strange bedfellows. I mean, with the fall of the Italian government, I've never been more convinced that there's something going on seriously within the power structure of the United States trying to fight back against these people. My problem is their their next their counter move is to, you know, the way I put it in the my Ron Paul talk. Well, our, one stone. Let's OK. We just captured Italy and or we're about to capture Italy. We took all these stones off the board. So what do we do? We you know, what does Davos do? Davos places a couple of stones on the board that moves policy over into Taiwan to try and throw that throw, to throw that into the, uh, you know, into the chaos hopper. They they and knowing full well that we have another major you know, things staring us in the face in a couple of months with the midterm elections, the Italian elections, you know, the Russians coming back to the bond market. There's like all sorts of stuff. September is like the big month. I, I did, a, I, I haven't published it, but I just did a podcast with Joaquin Flores about, you know, just talking about September, the upcoming month of September, all the stuff that's coming up and how every one of these things is some kind of, you know, it's easily a flashpoint on its own. And they're all happening within like two weeks of each other. The next Fed meeting, the Italian elections, you know, the Russians coming back to the bond market, a potential Russian um, uh, uh, offensive before, you know, November and, you know, everything turns to mush into the in, into the winter and the Ukrainian winter, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's just so many things happening. Um, I don't quite get your point about uh, Italy. Uh, what What is it about what is going on apart from Mario Draghi resigning? Well Draghi, well, Draghi is the ultimate Davos man. And he just got, and he was, he was the bag man put in charge in Italy to ensure that Italy was signed, sealed, and delivered to be a uh, a subsidiary of the European Commission through COVID relief funds in perpetuity so that when the next Italian elections, which were due next year, would happen, and they all knew it was going to happen, which is the center-right coalition would take over, but then their hands would be tied. And that was taken out, um, and that was taken off the board when Draghi was, was, was removed. And I don't think Draghi... I was chatting with Alexander McCurris of the Duran the other day, and he put some nuance on my um, on my on the take on what actually happened in Italy. And it's apparently Draghi torched his own his own government in order to go to Mattarella and try and salvage everything. And the re- the reality is, is that that guy doesn't give up power. Right. He doesn't walk out the door and torch his own government if he doesn't or if he hadn't already been told, oh, by the way, you're done. And now the only people who are powerful enough to overcome Davos in Italy would be the Americans, would be basically American. So you're saying the Americans threw him overboard? Yes. What I'm saying is that that Fed, New York Central Bank 
cabal that I believe is is start, is pushing back against what's happening, what's coming out of Europe. I think that those guys pushed Five Star into, and, and then obviously it was easy to get Lega and Force Italian and the others to walk away. Uh, I think it was. I think that does not happen if there's not very powerful people pushing. And I was chatting with my some of my Italian friends about this, and they kept reminding me. By the way, the Americans have a hundred military bases in Italy. There's an old, deep yeah. relationship between the, Amer- oh, yeah. the Italian and the American military and the American Italian deep state. So when the American government, when 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 powerful forces within the American banking system want to push somebody else out of Italy. It's not that difficult. That's actually so it's not beyond the realm of possibility. What is it that's happening com- behind the scenes in the Byzantine Italian Italian politics? What is it that you say is coming out of Europe that the New York Fed opposes? Oh, central bank digital currencies, and- the end of commercial banking, you know, the collapse of the worldwide financial system, such that we wind up with the IMF and the UN in charge of the world. It's Jordan Belfort resisting a bunch of commies. Yeah, you have to think Jordan Belford, Gordon Gecko is going, you know what? As we said the last time we were yeah. on your show, and by the way, Tommy, I quote you all the time to people now. Just imagine that the Jordan Belford types look up from snipping cocaine off a Ukrainian hooker's pussy and going, <laughs> what the you fuck? guys are sick. And going, oh, no yeah, 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 yeah. Some, yeah, some guy eating caviar of a whore's ass on a penthouse on Fifth Avenue is going, listen. There's a time and place for everything, and these fuckers are depraved. Hold on, honey. These fuckers are depraved. <laughs> they are, right? They're, they're pedophiles who are saying, eat the bugs. So even Belfort's going like, all right, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, like, hold the fuck on. Like, seriously, hold on. Like, and that is. Yeah, hold on a second. Tommy, bro, you broke me when you pulled that one out of your head. Yeah, the last yeah, time. Like, I was like, like, oh, my God, dude, that's but really, though, right? It is. It is. It, but it's kind of like the joke about like the Nazis looking at unit 731 and going like, Jesus Christ, these people are monsters, right? It's like, <laughs> there is that sort of like, Oh God. Right. Wow. But you do. Well, Tommy or Tom, Tom Luongo. What are you saying that uh, wall street, the wall street uh, guys are, are going to save uh, Western Civ? I'm they're just the saying that they're acting the, in their own best interest. They're is the what good I'm wise, good guys in the same way that Stalin was the good guy after like well, Operation this, Barbarossa. This, okay. Just think, just think of it this way: if you know those guys don't want to give up their two and twenty carried interest rate, right? Yeah. They, they don't want to give that that two and twenty carried interest rate. They don't want to give that shit up. They don't want to give any of this stuff up at, at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And a lot of them, what, however corrupt they may be, still I think fundamentally believe that wealth formation starts with starts from you know deploying capital in the markets in some fundamental way. They may you know they they may get the extra three percent vig off the thing the entire you know be skimming the extra three percent off the top the entire time. But at the very least, the mechanism is the correct one. It may be a vaguely their idea of, of a fair market is a vaguely corporatist one, but it's not the shit that Klaus Schwab and or as I put it the other day, Klaus von Kami Schnitzel. Yeah. Like fuck that guy. <laughs> like seriously it's, fuck that guy. It's a difference in like it's a difference in like how they get off like a, any commie dictator, like they don't care what they're ruling over. They just want to be at the top, right? They don't care if it's just a war torn nation. Yeah, they whereas don't care in, if it's the king of the empire. Yeah. Whereas in the West, it's all about just like the heights of pleasure. You don't care if the average person has a swimming pool and they're not hurting. They don't care as long as my yacht's bigger and I get the best in the best. So, what if this whole thing is a psyop by Wall Street post 08? And they're like, we got to get ourselves put, put bathed in the good light. There's no other way to make greed good, make Gordon Gecko have a halo. 
than to put Klaus Schwab, who looks like a fucking uncircumcised cock petting like a cat and saying, <laughs> you'll eat the bugs. We're begging. We're begging for an 08 crisis gang. We're looking at the guys that we all thought should be hung and we're going, these are the guys that are going to say it. In a weird way, like we're all kind of, are we not saying that like these are the good guys now? Well, I haven't said that. Tom said <laughs> no, that. I, I haven't said they're the good guys, but I, I certainly do. I certainly do believe that, that they're the guy, the only ones powerful enough to well, to in, actually in this light, run this scenario. We're choosing that. In this whole scenario, we're choosing the whole like banking, military, industrial complex, and going like well, how about those guys. We're they're going. They're a little different. Yeah, but I mean, West I just don't understand. I I just don't understand how it is that. Anybody in a, in American culture is uh, uh, calling bullshit on on any of this and any of these ideas. I think there are I think any of this WEF a, bullshit. I, well, I don't know. I think it's. I think. I think. I think it's happening. The problem is, is that we're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah. No. It's a censorship machine. The censorship is off the is off the charts. It's like saying I we can't believe. Don't we also don't know what to make of it because it's such a garish. Delivery, right? That you go, they got to be joking, right? Someone slipped acid in my coffee, something like that. And by the way, I've never been on a podcast where I ranked fourth in terms of potty mouth. Okay, <laughs> it's this is you guys are extraordinary. I use uh, the F bomb like a space bar when I talk, and you guys outdo me like there's no tomorrow. You are the Wall Street guy looking at Davos and going, "You That's guys right. are pigs." Well, I'm, I'm one. That's exactly right. I, I, I'm wondering if if what you're saying is sort of the equivalent of the, uh, the the Italian mob helping the allies set up Italy for the invasion, something like that. Sure. Yeah, no, we're watching the ports absolutely. in World War II. Right. I mean, look, and when you know, at the end of the day, everybody responds to incentives. And if there's and if the, and if the incentive is Koshwab is saying we want to destroy all the central banks, certainly the ones in New York. I think the the the, the, the commercial banks in New York are going to go. Uh, no, hold on. Excuse me. What? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. And, and I just and again, again I, right? I, the, the best my best my best version of this is: Do you really think that disagreeable Greek motherfucker Jamie Dimon is going to turn over J.P. Morgan to Klaus yeah. von Kami Schnitzel? No, yeah. I just yeah. don't see it. Yeah, they're not. They're just going to look at that German Malthusian asshole and go, "Fuck you." No. Yeah, it's it's always been like my critique of the idea of a one world government. It's like we have this idea of all these guys in the room smoking together, but it's like. We think they work together, but the very reason that they have risen to the top is because they are ruthless, throat-cutting, backstabbing motherfuckers, and then all of a sudden they're supposed to get there and be like, listen, there's no I in team. And it's like, no, they all want to be at the top. So the idea that, like, we've done this, it's taken 10 millennia, and now hand over the keys to the kingdom, Klaus is in charge. You have these guys, yeah, these Jamie Diamonds, or these, these, these uh, uh, was it Floyd Bl- uh, Blankfine, or whatever the fuck his name is. Floyd. Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd Weinstein. Well, now it's a, a John Solomon. Over Whatever. There. You have yeah. these guys, and you're going, all right. You, you're getting to the top and going, all right, Tom Brady, you're, you're going to, you're second string now. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like part of like that mad drive to perfection, like a Michael Jordan, is there comes a lot of like, they're also kind of assholes. You don't yeah, have really. these guys throwing their hat in the ring and going, all right, let's reduce the carbon footprint on three. And it's like, no, <laughs> not at all. It's, it's take your private jet to the grocery store and back. But does, does, are any of you troubled by the fact that the whole Klaus Schwab thing looks like a parody? 
I know. I think I don't. I am. I just think he's a front. I mean, ultimately, I mean, no, 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 but I mean, it's the most. Re- remember, the famous it's one was you'll, you. You won't own anything. And you'll be happy. Be happy. It's right. gotten much worse. They said your life does not have to be fulfilling. Fulfilling, yeah. Right. I, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm waiting for him to say. You know, you really don't have to eat if you don't want to. You know, they're just. Oh no! They gonna, said they, they said this the other day. The, the UN said, "Well, you, you do realize that um, that starving people work harder." You realize that one was it. out there they, for a they, couple of days, and they then they had the, and a, they had to yank it. But Dude. they say it with a straight face. Yes, I'm, and, and and I'm sitting there thinking some guy's laughing his ass off on I, the other side of a terminal, going, "Oh, oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute." <laughs> Let's see what we can get Did anyone see time. Fargo? Did anyone see? Um, there's a series Fargo. Yeah, and I the saw first, the first series. The first series season was great, mm-hmm. and you were watching the people competing with each other for the best Minnesotan accent. Yeah. Right. And they're sitting there and they're, they're laughing. I don't know how they, they, they said their lines without laughing their asses off. Cause it was, it was Minnesota on steroids. And I'm wow. thinking these guys, this WF guys are just laughing their ass off going, Oh, wait, 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 I've got the catchphrase. Okay. I'm going to do this one tomorrow. I, it, it, just, it feels farcical. Yeah. And Klaus Schwab, you know, he, he, he skipped the cat. Now he can't cause it's a memes, but he yeah. would have gone with a cat. It, <laughs> if there's something unrealistic about uh, there's I, I got no argument but no there is something like comically evil and there's things like there's going to be no heads and yeah it's right I mean, and i mean you, you but look, the question you know, then really, is why that and that's, you if you're trying to take over the world would you, would you say stupid shit no, like you this? would i feel well, like i'm in a you movie. wouldn't you the, i think I, I think the way i i've 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 i've, I've uh, identified it is that they really do think they've already won it might it might mean and that's why they came out like this when they did during covid is when this started and covid was the heat it was the peak of their power they had draghi installed in 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 italy they had biden installed in the u.s they had victor orban was on the they they thought they were going to get they're going to get rid of victor orban in hungary they were betraying brexit they had destroyed already begun destroying boris johnson they were setting up to they, they, they had their big plan to destroy Putin over Ukraine. They had it all mapped out. And so they just went forward and said, okay, we've got how many generations of common turn has this been thing been fucking running that we could inculcate the young people of the West, two, three generations of them, all with a reflexive Marxist attitude. So like, yeah, let's just flip the switch and see if it works. And so if, because if it, we don't do it now, we're going to lose time. everything. That's been going on for a long time. And it's bothered um, the irony is, is I think you get the end of this conversation. You say our savior, but it's not Jordan Belford. It's 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 Vladimir Putin. Yeah, I mean, Putin well, is the yeah. only sane-looking guy out there. Him yeah. now, it's so ironic that he appears to be the only one capable of saving Western civilization. I know. No, when you listen to Putin's talk, his critiques of Western civilization, they're they're trenchant He's and sobering and brilliant. Got to bring troops. Yeah, it's. And, and when he talks, you get this feeling he is not lying. When he answers a question, like they, they ask you about, you know, offing and dealing with all the oligarchs. And instead of trying to evade it, he said, they robbed Russia blind. And I go, <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> yep. They robbed Russia blind and we don't think we don't and we don't and we don't do that in, in my country anymore. No. That's right. <laughs> That's he says, so I, no, so he basically says I got rid of them because they, they robbed the mother country. Right. It's, and it's, I'm going, That's what you should do, right? It's Putin in a it, again, it's the same thing. It's it's Putin in a black site with like jumper cables on someone going, These people are disgusting. They don't stand for freedom. Like, do you right. understand? Well, but it makes me really think in like more in the last twenty minutes than ever before that like i've always suspected something because it's i mean jimmy brought it up it is kind of weird how like people have been trying to take over the world forever and like klaus just kind of did it and it was like oh i guess he just took over the world in a way that no one ever could and he is so comically evil that i'm really starting to wonder like what is the reasoning behind this i think it's like the self-hatred that like the United States was indoctrinated with, like we all have SUVs, but there's only one person driving and the right. hamburgers cost a penny and McMansions and air conditioning. And it kind of seems like a psyop by wall street to go like, this is the alternative. And people are going, Oh, like, no, like the, this machine of just like hedonism needs to go for, it kind of seems like it kind of seems like a psyop to make, to make the bad guys look good. Well, I you could. We, I think it's great. I don't. I, don't I, I mean, I don't. I, I hate to put. You know, I hate to to, to blow. You know, open a, a beautifully constructed narrative, but I just think it's this. It's just what happens when you print too much money. When you yeah. have a credit based corrupt money, you create corruption, and then it's easy to cr- critique the corruption and create the uh, and create a counter narrative, and then use that to push um a population or society in a particular direction and i just think i i think wall street was all in on this as long as they were getting paid but the minute somebody turned around and said look the end game of this the only way out of this the debts are so big the the problems are so big the only way out of this is war and default and um that means rolling you know and then the the central banks are going to have to bail out the commercial banks will go away and then when the central banks all go bust then we'll have the imf bail out the central banks and then oh look it'll all work It'll all be brilliant. We'll just give all the power to the UN and the WHO. Yeah. And, but you, you, can't ba- you can't bail out such a system. To, to no. use the word bailout is not right because, because a global debt crisis is where everyone expects way more than the world can provide. Right. And so if, if, if everyone thinks they're going to live middle-class lifestyle, if the Indians think they're going to sort of rise their lifestyle and the Chinese and, and, and the Americans all think they're going to retire and comfort the boomers. And so if you go across the globe and you say, look, everyone is expecting way more than they can possibly be provided, mm-hmm. then, then, um, then there is no bailout. No, there isn't. There's a crash. There's a crash. Yeah. yeah, and the money disappears. It's simply not right. there anymore. I agree. Now, here's a question I've been wrestling with that gets to that question. Can you inflate away debt or not? Now, I'm not convinced you can. I think no. you could do it. I think you could do it during the uh, high tide of uh, the the industrial, you know, fossil oh, yeah. fuel age when there was always the promise of there was always the promise of getting more of everything. But you're now not inflating it away though. Huh. All, you're doing case, is, all you're doing is levering it up. You're well, actually, in that case, well, the, yeah. the, the inflated away debt in the past, we, the were this, the we were this juggernaut of an economy. So in some sense, there might have been some inflation involved, but but we grew our way through this. We dominated the yeah. world and stuff like that. And I just don't know if I can see clearly a mechanism by which you inflate away debt. It seems to me in the and there has to be a deflationary collapse. Yes. Absolutely. And I think the, the you know when you do get into a serious inflationary event that 
prompts people to stop paying back their debts. And and uh, when and then you get the deflation, paid, then you get a deflation and then people have no money. You go from having a lot of money that's worthless to having no money, money that's worthless. Right. The, well, I remember Ron Paul always said very, very succinctly that hyperinflation and hyperdeflation are two sides of the same coin. Pick one. But they're so the that, same. They're the same process. Right. right. So we're, 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 actually, we're actually in the sequence right now. Mm-hmm. We, we you know, it's hard to say when. It's going to go into the deflationary reverse, but as soon as enough people stop servicing their debts, that's going to be a pretty good signal that things are reversing. And I think the I, I think Jerome Powell's Federal Reserve is going. It's time yeah. because yeah. the credit markets that he can't control, i.e., the shadow banking system. This is the point I bring up all the time about the euro dollar markets: is that the the source of his enemy's power is the ability to create dollars offshore and lever them up to the European and Hong Kong and the you know, offshore banking systems. If you if you reverse the flow of that that credit flow. Now yeah, we have, you know, Daniel DiMartino Booth makes the point all the time the M2 is starting to contract here in the US domestically, but the first thing to to contract is you have to contract the euro dollar markets because that's the source of Davos's real power. Like is everything else is like how do you beat these people? Where you know where's their where's their power? Well, their power is in the offshore dollar markets. It's it's in the unregulated space where they can create markets by governments, by militaries, and pay for and lever up and create all this debt that is never going to be repaid. It has to eventually deflate, so someone can deflate that. And while the Fed is a Ponzi scheme, and no one here I think would argue that. I always say, well, you know, that's nice. You can, you can, you can be the last Ponzi scheme stand. You can be the last Ponzi scheme standing as you deflate all the all the smaller ones and roll what what capital is left in them up to you, and then that one deflates. And I just think that you know, when when you're thinking about the Shark Tank, and all the factions are just basically piranha. Well, the Shark Tank, have, you know, it's like once there's blood in the water, it's just a circular. It's just a circular thing until there's. So until this may, sound, this may sound tangential, but I, I bet. Dave, you're frozen. Ponzi scheme, and then and I historically have. Are, are you guys? I'm seeing stills and getting digital. Still look stop. Yeah, you, you you phase out for a second. You're good. Tommy, you're can you hear me? Yeah, you're back. You, okay. Um. Yeah, I must have had a micro seizure or something. Um, and uh. The pharmaceutical industry is, in some sense, is an analogy here. I used to defend pharma to the extent people say, oh, they're ungodly profits. And then you look at Pfizer, you look at Merck, you look at these big companies, and you can't find them. Right. The last year, you can't find the ungodly profits. You can't right. find, you know, water for 22, 23 years. And so then the question is, I used to defend them and say, look, it just costs a lot of money to, to make drugs. I realized that I think they've gotten all the low-lying fruit. And now the fact is they just can't make good drugs and they can't get enough drugs that are really legitimate drugs. And they've got this gigantic complex mm-hmm. to make drugs and, and there's just no targets. Right. So now they're they're coming up with drugs to, to lower some biochemical indicator or raise some biochemical indicator. And, and they don't correlate with with health. They don't correlate with anything. My wife, I took right. to the ER last night because oh, yeah. she had a, a potentially dangerous rash from a drug she started taking about four weeks ago. 
and 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 then you, you read about it and I'll say, holy shit, that side effect occurs one in 10. What kind of drug is that where there's a one in 10 ER visit because of the side effect? And, and, and where most of the, and where most of the, the you know, the and where re- most of the drugs that they're creating at this point are are are, are drugs that deal with they, lifestyle issues, where you can solve it with a freaking keto, right. ketogenic diet, right? That's right. And and so then the question is, what the, what they're doing is is they're they're treading water. So in that sense, the ungodly profits are not identifiable. Can you guys hear me again? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're not easily identified, but in part it's because they're they're. Their, their ability to help human health improve has now disappeared. And in some sense, that's a microcosm of this global economy we're talking about, where um, pharma has run out of targets. They're a, a dollar industry, and they've, in an effort to keep that position, an effort to keep themselves a gazillion dollar industry, they have to cheat. Or they and have to make- I'm listening to an audiobook right now called Sickening by a Harvard professor and the horror stories of, of how the FDA is approving drugs and and how they don't do shit is, is staggering. It's uh, it's Robert F. Kennedy 2.0. It's it's the real Anthony Fauci again. It's a repeat of that book, basically. And the question comes down to is, have they reached the point where there are no new drugs that they can make that are real blockbusters? And so they do these fraudulent um, Alzheimer's drugs for 56,000. And the whole thing is to keep itself intact as a major industry where, in fact, the purpose of them existing is going away. And well, then on, it, top, then on top of that, they're faced with the problems that they've introduced with the vaccines, which yeah. is. And know, they've it, lost it because of that. Yeah. But I mean, th- that problem dwarfs any of the problems that you just described, mm-hmm. you know, the possibility that they're going to end up killing and maiming millions well, of people. Well, it's yeah. like the, it's like us arming the Mujahideen and then like conveniently having a new enemy for the next 30 years. It's like when they've run out of legitimate targets, when we quash the Nazis and the Imperial Japanese, it's like, oh, we got to go to Vietnam. Gulf of Tonkin kind of didn't happen. We got to do it's the same thing. It's they're running out of targets. So it's just like, or we just fuck everyone with something. It's another, then, yeah, it's another Ponzi scheme to lever up and steal and steal wealth from people. It's just that's now you expand that globally. Yep. And and are, is the world groping to um to 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 be a juggernaut the way the leaders want it to be? Um, without, as Jim has been saying for twenty some odd years, without the energy to do it, without the without the the the, the fuel to do it. Well, the Germans the are resources uh, to do it. The Germans are going to be a, a demonstration project for that. They're in bigly, bigly trouble. They're in bigly really, trouble. Really big trouble. Collapsing economy right now. Unbelievable. But, you right. know, actually not. Like, the German self-hatred is, like, it's it's legendary at this point. I mean, I, I think I, I think we I think we identified that a couple of years ago. I don't know if you, Dave, and I, you and I talked about this, but I, I remember saying that, you know, that there, at some point, I think it, vis-a-vis like a, with the German elections, I think in 2021, leading up to it, I said, the question is going to be, you know, is how much does Germ- the, do Germans hate themselves over, still hate themselves over, you know, what they did during World War II to that, will, they, will you finally get rid of these people and put in a government that doesn't suck? And they didn't. And, um, you know, 
They didn't. They, 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 they've embraced it even. And I've talked to a lot of, I have a lot of patrons now in Germany. I just, obviously I talk about all these different countries I've never visited. And I have, you know, I get constantly, I get constant feedback from people from all over the world now. And, and it's, it's, it's Fred. They're like, and they're like, Tom, I'm frightened because they don't even understand the, the beginnings of what's going on. Do they have any sense that uh, Olaf Scholz is not going to last? I don't think, I think Scholz was never designed to last. It was, the Scholz was put in place to put the, the kind of Democrats in charge of the government that the Greens actually ran. You know, because Robert Habeck being vice chancellor and interior minister or energy minister, whichever one he is. Yeah, that's, there's no need for a vice chancellor. Um, Unless, of course, the Greens are actually running the government, which is what they are, because they have a they have a uh, they have a veto power over uh, 51 out of 69 seats in the German upper house. And therefore, they pretty much can set the legislative agenda. And you can thank Merkel for that, by the way. Well, doesn't it seem to the doesn't it occur to the German people that the Greens have completely messed up their economy? Not quite yet. In the east in in East Germany. Yes. In East Germany. Yes. In Bavaria. Yes where the CDU is still strong and where IFD and where the, uh, the IFD or AFD um, are strong in places like Saxony and Thuringia. Sure. Agreed. They're the, they generally lead the polls. Right? You should and, quit podcasting, go on Jeopardy. I would put a lot of money down. You, you really <laughs> could nail Jeopardy. You, uh, it's, it's really, you know, I, I'll, I'll have, I'll have strange cities for a thousand. <laughs> 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 I, I, weird German guy, states, you know, like, uh, German states you, for twelve, yeah, you know, for two hundred, Alex. The yeah. principality yeah, I'm, I'm of the Fulda. Who, <laughs> I'm the guy who has strong opinions about Ukraine without actually being able to pick it out of a map. <laughs> I know I can actually name like most of the provinces of Ukraine now. I I couldn't at the beginning of the war. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to lie, but you know, well, here's I just one have thing. A, I have a near photographic memory, Dave. Is my problem. So yeah, it, I it, don't. Here's one thing that that uh, I think is left out of the equation uh, in uh, a lot of our uh, discussions is I, I think we really underestimate the amount of disorder that's creeping into the system and that is going to get worse. Mm-hmm. And, you you know, we're, we're trying to factor things as though they're going to kind of move smoothly from, yeah. you know, from point A to point B to point C, when I actually anticipate a tremendous amount of uh, disorder, especially in in money and markets and, and banking. And, uh, you know, that, that could change things very quickly. Well, I, when enthalpy runs out in terms of fuel, entropy rules, right? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Exactly right. And I, and I, and you're, it's a great point, uh, Jim. It really is that um, I've always thought that um, they're the problem I see is that they, they think that they can introduce chaos and then control the breakdown. And I think in times past when the breakdown, when the system, when the, when the institutional systems were still, the institutions were so strong enough to contain things, then yes, but the institutional breakdown that they have engendered across the entire West. I think is so deep now and people's, you know, this, and people's distrust of the systems are so, so endemic and so widespread that this chaos cannot be controlled. Well, it's they, when like, we get uh, to this point where there's 67 genders and we, we have to, uh, you know, Oh, by the way, my name is 67. Tom. My pronoun- where and my, you and my pronoun, and my pronouns are fucking you. And I'm wearing a blue shirt. 
then you know <laughs> I, it's kind of one of those like what is it like scale dependent like characteristics like like water like water doesn't it, it doesn't scale up at all right you look at you can always tell on like a movie like really shitty like uh like uh, special effects would be like, oh, they dumped water on like a Lego city or something. Like it doesn't look like a like a this monstrous wave. It looks like it looks like a water bottle. That you have that weird surface cohesion <laughs> versus right. I mean, that's right. I think for the second Lord of the Rings, like when they did like a huge flood scene, they said they actually had to like mix the water with like like milk and flour so that it would behave like water at a tsunami level. Right. In that same way, it doesn't seem like they're. Uh, you know, introducing chaos or misinformation or kind of muddying the the waters. What's worked in the past to like run guns over here or like like fly coke over here, they tried to scale it up, and like it didn't stay the same at all. There's that like uncanny valley where it's like, oh, you're supposed to kind of like throw this here, throw a story there, but instead they've done it across the entire system, and it's not scaling up at all. So who's going to put a stop to all this nonsense? Gordon Gecko, our hero. Actually, I think we are. Oh, fuck. I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that we don't want it. And if we all just withhold our consent slowly but surely, it's the it's the loss due to friction of us just not wanting it. That eventually just overwhelms their ability to push that whale up the beach, that dead whale up the beach. Do you and think eventually they, enough- run out of, they run out of energy to do so. You think there are enough people whose whose families are being affected by vaccine injuries uh, is uh, is growing, and that uh, people are noticing and starting to um, get pissed off about that? I think it's I think it's part of the I certainly think it's part of the equation, but I just think in general everybody is just going. Well, they just fucking stop lying to us. Yeah. So the yeah. sea change in COVID of the last month has been extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So you've got Fauci and Burks and these clowns who are who are saying shit that you just could not fathom. And they must have thought it was the only response they could give. But like, like when Burks goes up there and says, you know, we uh, we knew the vaccines wouldn't work. And I think we overplayed them. And I go, yeah, bitch, you, you, you were at the tip of the spear of that. Yeah. You can't say we like there's a big bunch of you, you and Fauci. Yeah. And and Fauci, you know, says, you know, I never really said that they would work, you know, and you, you go, you go, dude, dude, you know, there's this thing called the Internet and people and have people have screen grabs yeah, and recorded. Yeah. And then and um, they put, yeah. And then they put someone like uh, Fauci, uh, not Fauci, but um, Draghi in charge of Italy to then turn around and say the unvaccinated are no part, no longer part of our society. And so so even now, so to. He knew he was going to be like, that's why he left. Tucker, Tucker, Tucker. Yeah, someone's got to, I, if, I hope he has to take a dump because because he's not learning if he doesn't have a, a jar underneath his seat there to piss into in the middle <laughs> of one. This is Tommy um, of the microbladder, apparently. And, uh, yeah, Tommy of the, that's right. He's a millennial. What can he, he can't help himself. Um, <laughs> the old guys are used to have to piss into jars at random ways. Um, no, I, 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 Tucker Carlson has been tearing tearing the asses off these I these know. COVID bad guys. Yes, and and once it hits Tucker, you go, okay, there might be a political party that's not listening to Tucker, but the message is getting out. 
Yeah. yeah. Right. Once he's infected half of the people with the truth, it's amazing how the other half will, you know, and, and, you know, I, I was talking to a nurse last night and, you know, I was asking her questions about the vaccine and she wasn't rejecting them. I wasn't getting useful answers, but I, I didn't get the, what kind of nut are you response. Right. And mm-hmm. I think so. So there's this guy who wrote a blog that was really interesting. He talked about horizontal narratives. And, you know, that's left versus right, black versus white. Those are horizontal. He says the mistake is when you let the narrative go vertical. And that's mm-hmm. where you start shooting up, right? That's where we start locking and loading and shooting someone in the ass who's above us. And, and they said COVID let it go. COVID, it got vertical. He said they let it get vertical. They blew it. They overplayed it. And, yep. and so now... Hey, Tommy, did you have to take a piss or shit? Uh, take a pee. So you have to put a jar underneath your, your, your desk there, buddy. Well, no, well, the, the plan is, the plan is, is to do this enough times that it becomes my signature. And then that's how I get sponsored by depends. Cause no one fucking <laughs> else will depend. No so one else will sponsor a podcast talking about Gordon Gecko snorting cocaine. Off horse pussy. You and that crazy military chick who wore depends to go kill someone. Remember the one who oh, drove across yeah. the country? She was an astronaut. And I'm thinking, can't you just that stop the, and take a leap? That was the chick that was an astronaut. <laughs> yeah, I know. God, there's I never know. been a fucking funnier red pill about like but misogynating. Then you, then like, you replay that tape, and you go, I wonder, I wonder if that story was true. That, I'm not sure I believe that story. Do you all think that this is what Dave's bringing up? Do you think this is? Uh, are, you, are you guys familiar with the rug pull theory? That I'm thinking yeah, more. But- sorry. Give the rug, give it. Give oh, I, th- I thought you said, yeah, but. And I was like, oh, yeah, but what? Yeah, give it. No, yeah, give so it. the, the, the rug pull theory. Yeah, so like when I first heard it like a year ago, I was like, that's you're looking way too far ahead. That's saying that like they're playing 10D chess. But the entire idea is like you have the entire government, the world governments do something on behalf of Davos or whatever. Like, hey, we're going to do this. Here are the vaccines. You guys are going to get buy-offs. Don't worry. We're going to censor everything. You're going to be good. They do all this shit. And then you have them start to come out and gaslight you and go, well, I never really said to take the vaccines. I mean, it's only a matter of months before we start seeing the headlines like no one forced you to take it. Like mm-hmm. no one actually was ever censored for this stuff. The entire idea is it, it becomes so apparent. It becomes so that you go, oh, the government is fucked. We cannot trust this institution. They vaccinated five months old. We're already yeah. there. But that's yeah, why we're, already, we're already there. And well, then the you I, got the, then you got the January 6th story. But the, but this is rug pull theory is you make all the world's governments look so inept that the at the very top, then they come in and go, they are all fucked. We should try a new model. How about oh, yeah. the world government? Yeah, right, right. That's the idea. And I thought it was too insane, but now you're looking at it and it does kind of seem like that is what's happening is you can't say we're going to do a world it's, government. It's it's certainly part of their their it's certainly one of their pivots, right? Yeah. It's it's certainly on the flowchart, like up at you know Davos Central, up at you know at Spectre. Like it's it's not like hard to 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 have them put the flowchart out there because their goal is always to create these Hobson's choices, you know, where you you, know, you have these two you, you get to choose between the you get to two ends of the shit sandwich, decide which bite you want to take, right? Yeah. And and then constantly moving the ball towards a particular end. Well, if they resist like this, then we then we give them this horrible choice, and and then we eventually get to what you know, like they're very good at they're very good in some ways. They understand what their goal is, and I, and they're very good at, at at keeping things mostly within 
the parameters to get there. And they, they're not bad, that bad at improvising. They just can only improvise within a very narrow corridor, which is going there. And then, but once people get outside of that, or how uh, Dave puts it, you know, Dave just put it, once it goes vertical, once it jumps the, the contain the, um, uh, the energy barrier to containment to a new narrative. That's when they don't have it. That's when they have no ability to respond to it. And their only response is to keep doing the same thing they did before. And then it is looking even more and more stupid. I mean, Pelosi going to Taiwan and say, and stating what she stated, we stand with our brother. She She just gave the standard boilerplate, uh, boilerplate speech about, we stand with our brothers to create a safe and and free uh, Southeast Asia. Like, and you like you don't already have that like all of these countries trade with china china regulates their currency they don't they don't give a fuck about the the dollar anymore they've been the 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 chinese have been regulating the yuan vis-a-vis the the their real effective interest rate versus the five asian tigers for 15 years guys I've been doing this shit since i I used to like work with a guy in vietnam they don't the, the chinese do not care about the yuan versus the dollar at all they care about the thai bot and the malaysian ringgit and the singapore dollar far more hmm. because that's where all their input costs come from it's not from us I, it isn't like and you know every other day like the, the the tariff rates can change between us and the u.s and blow the exchange rate out of the water you will get china's real effective interest rate and it's far more correlates with the five Asian tigers than it does with the U.S. dollar. has for the, over a decade. The easily. subplot of the rug pull model is to, to view the U.S. as as the barrier to achieve whatever they want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And, and therefore, that's why it seems as though the most insane shit in the world is happening here. Agreed. And so I think the idea of tearing the United States down to the studs um, is a necessary part of building whatever it is you want. And so I think that's why you have critical race theory and why you have all this crazy crap that really does look like it's just designed to make people lose their minds, right? You couldn't, you couldn't come up with weirder stuff. Why is what Pelosi come in Taiwan? Up with. That's right. And, well, Pelosi was certainly not in Taiwan Rogue. I've tweeted that this morning. I said, someone sent her there. She's, I, I mean, she's, she's there. She's an order taker. No, no, that's right. She would never have gone to Taiwan without getting author authorization from presumably some CIA-like group. Um, or she was sent there by Davos in order to in order to okay. destroy uh, U.S. Chinese relations at a moment. I'm just not as convinced. I'm not works. convinced that Dav. I I get confused between what's Davos and WEF and China. I, da- Davos is WEF. Dav- Davos and WEF are effectively the same. There's a superset of the WEF, which is which is many of the people within the British and American oligarchy as well. But but that, but, 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 but there's, split, there's a functional split. China within, is Chinese. Chinese are, I think the Chinese are just are, are just very opportunistically pushing things in their own in their direction when they when they want to. So when you see Davos do something dumb, like put Joe Biden in as president, the Chinese are happy to make that. Yeah, but 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 then you have some works. WF meeting where Xi Jinping is the leadoff speaker. So yeah, but but did I, you, I get listen to what Xi said. You know what he said? Nothing that that Davos wanted to hear. Like, watch what G says and what he does relative to what Davos wants. And none of it seems to really. It's the same thing with Putin. 
Like Putin spoke at Davos in 2021 and 2022, and he right. corrugated, he, he, and he was, he excoriated them both times. Xi did the same thing at COP20, uh, didn't go to COP26, excoriated them at Davos 2021. And then this year, mm-hmm. yeah, he went in and gave a milquetoast speech about, yeah, we're kind of, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He was just there for, he, he was there because he, it, it, it almost looked like he was almost thumbing their, his nose at them, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. But he's not, but they're not on board in the same way that in any way. Did you did you read Lavrov's speech from the other day? It was hard to on Twitter. You couldn't get it to work for a lot of the viewers. They couldn't open it. I emailed it to right. some people who couldn't. See. I had, I didn't have a chance to watch it, but I've heard oh, like bits and pieces of, of what email. he said. Uh, Lavrov gave a very interesting speech that I would have been, I would have been proud to have written what Lavrov wrote. What did right. he say? And. Uh, we basically Remember? went through the timeline uh, of all the times that that um, NATO blew off R- Russia in mm-hmm. their attempts to find a happy medium. Mm-hmm. So Russia has repeatedly approached NATO and said, look, here's the deal. We really can't have this. And here's why. And and NATO just kept saying, screw you and repeatedly screw you. And so he went through the whole enchilada. He, he laid it out as though it was, uh, you know, he's reading John Mearsheimer's book or something. You know, he, he just he laid it out. And I thought that was a pretty coherent description of a frustrated sovereign state who simply cannot get the time of day out of NATO because they just couldn't give a fuck. And and when you tell a nuclear power that you don't care what they think, that's different than not being able to agree with them, right? One's yeah. dissing them. One's dis- one saying your sovereign needs aren't, are not compatible with ours. That's different than to say we don't give a fuck about your sovereign needs, <laughs> right? Right? And and that's like that's why I say because period. You know, it just it just. I noticed something years ago when I, I was uh, brought out to Hollywood to. Uh, talk to some producers about some of my books. And what I realized was that the way they behave in meetings, where they're just blustering each other all the time, you know, I'm going to tear your fucking head off. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. Fuck you. You know, that that uh, that that is that set the tone for how Americans think that business should be conducted in this world. Let me remind you of a This is a total tangent, but I, I just came to me and it's been years since we so so if we go our history back, I cold called you and said, I'm meeting with a friend to have dinner in Albany. You want to join us? And yeah. to my amazement, you showed up. And the friend is, a, I don't know if we should mention his name or not, but he's an ex-Asian hedge fund guy. And then we were supposed to have dinner again. This is the funniest part of the story. We were supposed to eat at his house. And at the last minute, you blew us off. And we're sitting there, we finished dinner. And then we turn on the TV for some reason and you walk out on Colbert. Is that correct? Was it Colbert? Yeah, I was on the Colbert show. Yeah. yeah. And, and we go, well, fuck, we know I blew off dinner tonight. Yeah, well, that was probably it. I, I <laughs> that mean, was it. That was because yeah. at the last minute you said I can't make it. And we turned. I don't know why. Yeah, we my publisher called me up and they booked me on this uh, on Colbert show. And I, I came down to New York in a hurry. But that and, was funnier than fuck. We're, we're sitting going, oh, that pig fucker. He, he, he blew us off for Colbert. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, you know, having seen what, what's become of Colbert. I, oh, he's I'm a kind of embarrassed of that I ever did. He's that. a piece I'm, of crap. I, yeah. He is I, a total piece The last time he was funny was on was when he was on when he was um on the, doing voice work for 
Adult Swim on <laughs> Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Trust me, he was he, and he was hilarious. No, no lie, he was hilarious. But he was has not been funny since he became, you know, John okay, Stewart's cockroach. I didn't want to break the rhythm, but I'd forgotten about that story. And just and, to uh, use his own joke against him. Hey, yeah. Tom, yeah. I got to ask you about something that you said in the very beginning. Sure. About uh, uh, export sanctions that the U.S. is now entertaining against oh, yeah. China. What could be more ridiculous? We all of our goods come from China. I, I know. Well, no, it's it's well, the, blazing saddles. Blazing saddles. He puts I've, the gun no, to his head, and says, "I'm going to shoot myself." <laughs> I, I don't dare say what he again, said. Again, but, when you see stuff like I'm that, Jim, and it doesn't myself. make any sense, you have to ask yourself: Then who would Who's be putting that idea out there? And then you have to ask yourself. This is why we have vandals trying to destroy the United States. It's the only logical explanation. If it's that illogical, then the next, then the counterpoint is then it, they're doing it. So why are they doing it? They're not doing it because they're incompetent. They're doing it because they're fucking vandals and they work for somebody else. And the person they were and the people they work for are those old Europe, old moldy, old fucking inbred Europeans who all need to be white. This thing be brought, run off the goddamn stage. Every damn one of them. Like, I'm just, I'm done. I'm like, I'm done with Germans. I'm done with Ukrainian diaspora setting fucking foreign policy for the United States. I'm done with all this shit. Like, fuck the crown. Fuck Germans. Fuck all of you people. Leave my goddamn country and my, and my society alone. Yeah, I, I think you, I, I, I think. I, <laughs> Sorry, I dude. think, I think you go to Davos in Europe. Well, I, you know. I got enough fucks for a week out of that sentence. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think you go to Davos more often than I do in the model. I don't, I don't try to buy the Davos is the thing. Um, I look at, uh, I look at the problem we have is Biden is certainly owned by Ukraine to the extent that he's done all sorts of criminal things that are sure. out there. Um, and, and, and at the same time, um, he's owned by China. Yeah. So our conversation isn't hitting China. Well, okay. So let's, let's think about this. Like I I've been looking at this going, they want to get rid of, they're going to get rid of Biden. But I think it's pretty obvious. And I think what they're going to get rid of Biden for is what? This does see, this doesn't even make sense. They're acting like they have to get rid of Biden. They're acting like they have to throw him under the bus and beat him and hit him with the stick. He's in the tunnel and the cap. All they have to do is walk in and done. What, what, they don't have to set them up to fail. I don't understand the, unless the only thing reason I can imagine them doing that is because they need a, an alibi. Yes. For, for say, okay, it's Biden's fault. It's Burke's fault. It's Fauci's fault. Sure. But they don't need to throw Biden under the bus to get him off out of politics. No, they no, the, what they're, no they're, he's no, going to be no, their scapegoat. He is absolutely going to be their scapegoat and the way they're going to take him down. You can see, I can already see the way this thing is playing out, the way the narratives are being shaped. They are now sending Pelosi to China in order to gin this up so that they can have the GOP come in in the fall. I've been saying this for a year and a half, that the day that Jon Stewart went on Colbert and validated the COVID lab leak theory, said, <laughs> oh, shit, we're now we're going to have a two front war between we're going to send part. We're going to send NATO against Russia and then we're going to send the U.S. against China at the same goddamn time over COVID. And and they're just it's just variations on a theme. They want war with China, with the United States and China. They want what this. kind of war? Sending, 
I don't I, I don't know what, what kind of war, war they're me, they're willing to, to give me to, more to, specifics on war. Well, hot war, cold war, cyber yeah, war. Yeah, hot war. They want a hot war. war. They, I don't know that they I don't know that they want a nuclear war, but they certainly want a hot war. Do you know how bad it will be in this country if we end up in a hot war with China? Because yes. of the, and if the and if and if the operational goal of our, our of our of our current administration is to achieve that goal, then yeah, is to achieve as bad a outcome as possible. Yeah. Then I consider that like at the top of the fucking flow chart, Dave. That's the but world I live in. I mean, I could be crazy. How many? How many? We already have war with Russia. Chinese expats are in the United States now. But I mean, you you put a you put a war hawk GOP in Congress with Biden selling the SPR to the Chinese for his son to make money with. Like okay, that's Jim, an impeachable offense, dude. They're gonna Jim. they're gonna impeach and convict him and send and the whole fucking send the whole fucking family to jail. Jim, chime in here. Can you sell the SPR or is that just headlines? Fuck is the SPR? Can you sell the that, strategic petroleum reserve? Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. Are, are they really the, using the US it? Owns it? I think they can. No, no, they, no, no. But 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 I, when I was back in my Matt Simmons phase, yeah. Um, and I read every imaginable book. I, I I drew the conclusion that you don't just take big tanks of oil and say, okay, ship them and off they go, because you don't have the refineries to handle that oil. Right? Did it, I, well, there I, are refineries all over the world. Stuff. You know, we so really it's just a matter of you know what what grade of crude are you sending where? You know, we have we have uh, problems with uh, a lot of our oil being too light. Right. Other parts, uh, like you know, other parts of the world, like Saudi Arabia, have very heavy crude, and uh, you know, it's fungible. It gets sent around to you know compensate for. So you can tell it. You just have to make sure you know where it's headed. Is that no, why I went to year. China? Is that last why year. they? I, I, hey guys, the, the, the Chinese Timpot, the Chinese Timpot refineries tend to like light sweet crude. Okay, so we sent, we we are said to have sent our crude to China, which I find to be an odd thing, um, mm. because the Chinese are the ones with the refineries to handle our crude in the SPR. Sure, you guys are all shale, dead right now. Shale oil is very light. Uh, is very light oil. Yeah, it is. In fact, uh, I've, uh, as I understand it, some some of it uh, is actually almost mostly gasoline in grade. It's that light. Doesn't contain aviation fuel, which is kerosene. Doesn't contain bunker oil. Doesn't contain heating oil grades of you know the fractions. Yeah, the the way the it doesn't contain. I mean, now Dave and I being chemists, and I used to do this. I used to grade oil. I used to work for a small oil company in down in Ocala. I used to do this stuff. I used to shoot diesel fuel up a you know up a gc and then look at the and look at the 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 the, the chronograph i you know number two diesel fuel is mostly you know you know like gasoline is c3 through c8 diesel fuel is you know c4 through c10 number six bunker fuel is anywhere from you know c12 to c24 for christ's sake uh number six bunker fuel is basically cleaned up crude oil right um it'll literally take the water take the take the dirt out of it and then and fire it because it's the highest beach you use per gallon so that's what you use to move big ships with um and then number five fuel is like number four fuel is basically um uh would be considered um uh, uh fuel oil for home heating oil is generally number four fuel um there isn't really a number three fuel anymore uh there's two different grades of, of diesel 
um, heavy diesel and, and light diesel. On-road diesel is generally lighter, lighter diesel. And then below gasoline, we start getting into like JP4 and stuff like that. So, and, and, and fracking oil and the, the oil that comes out of frack, uh, frack wells is very light. So yes, like Jim said, it's, it's practically the, the, it's panel, it's, it's distribution panel is, 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 uh, of, uh, of, of carbon chains is, is, is very close to gasoline. So, and it, so it the Chinese break. are getting mo most of their imported oil from the Middle East. And yes. uh, if they're getting it from uh, Saudi Under Arabia, Earth. it's very heavy oil and they need to, you know, they need Under another grade of oil. And then they blend it and then they'll take the light sweet from us and they'll blend it. They get, they're buying a lot of Russian Urals grade, which is also like a, kind of a medium sour. So. Venezuela, that's basically tar. And that's what they want on the, the on the, you know, on pad two down in the, um, the, the Gulf, all the Chevron refineries. Right. What if we nuked Kiev? I'm sorry. What if we nuked <laughs> Kiev? Would that throw the world for a loop? Yeah, Why would we do that? I don't know. Fucking. There are people talking about it. There are people. There's all sorts of strange statements about this out there. Well, you know, there's that. There was the. There was the. The the, the missile strike. The the HIMARS strike on the on the POW facility. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, why would the Russians, you know, blow up their own POWs? No, I more likely it was the Ukrainians and the Americans blowing up. Absolutely. You know, guys from Azovstal and, and the Azov battalion, so they won't talk. Mm -hmm. Is the reason why we're fucking with Ukraine since February and giving them all the javelins and high Mars is so that when Taiwan needs all of those and we say we don't have any more, then that gives us justification to send in the big dick U.S. military because there's no aid we can give them. Is that the fucking 5D chess? Now, our, our 5D chess is that we'll be sending the Navy over there. That will be a naval battle. Yeah, and but, it's the, you know, they can take out our ships easily. Yeah. yeah, they got the carrier killers. The donkey. The bigger, the bigger question here is, you know, I was chatting with my with my partner, um, a friend and partner, uh, about this a little bit this morning. He was texting me and letting me, you know, giving me some of his 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 thoughts on this. And it was about you know the possibility of we're very close in that particular situation, very close to something just going wrong, somebody making a mistake and touching off World War Three. Yeah. Oh, you know, well, because the Chinese may move on on one of the smaller islands off of Taiwan. They're very close to Taiwan, two, two to four miles off the coast of Taiwan. It's easily can be some, you know, somebody could, you know, somebody could fart the wrong time and like set the whole thing, set the whole thing, you know, up, you know, off. And that's that's what why this stuff is so really truly so dangerous. It's not kind of the Kabuki theater about sending an old fucking drunk to to Taiwan to. You know, read off a teleprompter. You know, play yeah. with their dentures. It's 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 about the you know everybody the the political fallout of of the of the affront and the fact that we you know engage in anti diplomacy now. We don't, the United States doesn't engage in diplomacy; it engages in anti diplomacy. And we're fucking with all kinds of extremely fragile systems. Systems. While we're doing that, yes, agreed, yeah. Jim, completely. Yeah, it, it does seem like we're, I mean, just like World War One. I, I mean, it really does seem like we, we look at it in hindsight and it all makes it's all neat and clean and there's dates and demarcations. But if you go back and like read like the journals of like generals and politicians leading up to it, they're all going, this can't happen. The world's too interconnected. We're too advanced as a people like. In 1914, they were saying, like, it couldn't possibly happen. The machines are way too intertwined. Once the gears start turning, you can't turn them off. And then we stumbled into it. 
And after World War One, there was a bunch of generals saying, how did it happen? And I think the quote is, ah, if only we knew. And Kennedy drew on that during the Cuban Missile Crisis and said, in 50 years, I don't want people to look at World War III and say, how did it start? And say, ah, if only we knew. It kind of seems like we're in the fog of war leading up to it, that in 100 years, learning in textbooks, it's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be as simple. As, and then Archduke Franz Ferdinand, they're going to be like, well, it's pretty simple. You know, Trump won, and then COVID happened, and then they shot down Nancy Pelosi, so we had World War Three, and that led to... All right. I'm trying to look at it like in like retro hindsight. So Pelosi is the Archduke. <laughs> Pretty much. I think it's it's going to be something I, the, like that. I, I don't think, I don't think, well, thank, thankfully the Chinese have not taken the bait. Well, I mean, no, I mean they're not clearly, going to. This we'll, is clearly we'll, dangling her out as bait. No, no, we'll do it. We don't need anybody to do it. We've been mastering this shit for a hundred years. We'll shoot her the fuck out of the sky and say the Chinese. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, lying our <laughs> way into war is a time-honored tra- presidential tradition, don't we I all I mean, know? listen, that is, I mean, that is like apple pie. That is an American tradition. <laughs> blow up our own people and then use it to rape your country. That's what we do. It's for yeah. better or worse. It's what we baseball, do. Baseball, apple pie, and false flags. Like, yeah, right, but no, seriously. Baseball, apple pie. This is American as false flags. That's <laughs> what we're doing. We're going to blow her out of the fucking It's mostly the fucking British, though, that do this shit and then blame it on us. Uh, we're going <laughs> to frame us for it. It's even worse. I think well, the we- funniest idea that's come out of this is the uh, uh, somebody imputing that uh, Queen Elizabeth is a communist. <laughs> what? Well, that sort of slipped in there at some point where you know, it's, with, it's uh, not really that as much as he just wants to be it's like the, the British royal crown doesn't want to give up power like. You know, any more than anybody, any of them, any of the rest of them do. And they, you know, in some ways, what it's like, you know, it's like, and in their desperation, they turn to something they didn't quite understand. You know what I mean? Is that, mm-hmm. it's a line from, um, God, what movie is that from? I don't know. It's a movie I've seen a hundred times and I'm like, and, and it's, you know, they turn to, turn to a man they didn't quite understand. Um, God. I was just I watching was, it the other day for fuck's sake. I thought it was your quote. I was gonna Yeah, it's not my quote. It's a quote from a movie. And um and I'm just thinking about it now. And they, you know, they they we you know, and they embrace the bad guy to do the thing that they weren't, you know, they weren't they weren't expecting. Um it'll come to me. Mm-hmm. I can now I can think of the line as I was literally formulating that quote in my head as I was bloviating. I, so I um, think I think part of this might be like post-World War II, the reason why we had such a leg up was because, I mean, save Pearl Harbor, there was no damage on U.S. soil. It wasn't just that the war was over. I mean, Europe and Japan were leveled. I mean, absolutely. The, the, the fact the brick-and-mortar places where you could rebuild were hollowed out, and that didn't happen here. So we yeah, we're of, we're eighty percent of the global economy. But that's what I mean. So I kind of think that like this might be like we're we might just be looking at like all right, none of this like Machiavellian shit's working. We just got to go old school, like physically destroy China if that's the only way we can keep a leg up and keep this sort of inflationary bubble going forever. You kind of have to have a weak guy. You can't have a level playing field. You well, got to be able to. I just don't see that happening. I, I yeah, don't think we're capable. I don't I think agree. it's. Hey, I, I didn't. Agree. I didn't say it's going to work or that's a good idea. But I think we're dumb enough to do it. I think that's the only thing we know. Is it ultimately comes down to just like 
I mean, it was like being in a fraternity in college. We always planned these like elaborate parties and trips, but always what it came down to was just like a bunch of beer and hunch punch and getting fucked up at the frat house and doing the same thing again and again. You always just lean on what you know. I think we're like America is just like we're running back to the bosom of war. That's all we know. For for most of our history, we're just when th- shit gets too bad, we just go. I don't fucking know, and we just start firing our guns wildly, the, and it's kind of worked out so far. The quote, it's just the quote that I was talking about was Alfred talking to Batman, the Dark Knight, about the Joker, <laughs> about oh. the mob. You put you squeeze them so hard that they turn to a man they didn't quite understand, and now we have what we have. And yeah. Klaus Schwab is the Joker in that respect, or the WEF or whatever. And so you know you, you're looking at a group of people who have a tremendous amount of power and who don't want to give it up. They're a cartel of really fucking horrible people. I cannot believe I could not call the, the fucking dark night up. Oh, Jesus. That's um, out of the ether of my brain. So yeah, no, that's the kind of the thing I was trying to get at. And I don't know that everybody really thought about what it is that they thought they were setting in motion with this. And because um, a lot of these really late stage ideas, central bank, digital currencies, that kind of thing. They're all really late in the process. They, you don't, can't go back 20 years and see 30 years and see white papers, you know, about them, you know, about this being their end goal. This is all really new stuff. And so I personally, the more I think, the more I look into this, the more I realize, I think that, that Wall Street saw this coming and started to try and head this off during the early days of the Trump administration. And, you know, they've been setting their 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 counterplay in, in place since then. But, you know, for the people like, you know, the British crown at this point, like they, what the fuck else does England have other than the city of London? Yeah, they have they, a lot they, of courage. How much? So. Well, I don't know. I think I'm really leaning more and more towards it's like when you're little and you think your parents have it all figured out. And now I'm like 31. I'm like three years older than my dad was when he had started having kids. And I'm like in an apartment wearing slippers, yelling at a camera. And I'm like, oh, I have no idea. And then I so now I can only extrapolate and go, oh, when I get to my 60s, I'll go, oh, he still had no idea what was going on. I'm kind of getting to that point now where it's like, oh, the CIA and the Illuminati are pulling all this. No, it's just 100 trillion factions of people that are shitting and pissing and eating. They cry too, and they get sunburned, and they have bad days. And the whole thing is just fucked. It's everyone trying to get a nut, trying to get a better car. I don't think anyone's in charge, man. I really, I'm really leaning more towards that. I think there are factions. I don't think you yes. can write that off. But more and more so, I think you just have a bunch of dipshits that are like kind of leading one way or another. But really, no one's driving. Like you get up to the cockpit, and there's no one there. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you, Tommy. I, I just when I, when I, I always describe these people as the people who think they run the world. Yeah, not the people who run the world because no one's running this fucking show. No. But there are a lot of people who think they've got well, the, you know, they, they have they, the baby they, steering wheel. You know that they're in fifth. They know they're in fifth gear and they're about to press the clutch and they're they're in charge of like and they're driving the fucking they're driving the sports car. You know, like I, they got it. Like, no, yeah. Yeah, you have no clue it's, as to what it looks like. I mean, I, it's I like just, it's hubristic solipsism. It's crazy. I mean, you just look at like evolution on the whole, and it's like going from like cyanobacteria to dinosaurs to chickens to monkeys to like the Sistine Chapel to TikTok, and it's like <laughs> no one 
no one i mean if you're a creationist i guess that's a but i mean no one like got us here it just kind of happened just through a no one just no one sat down and went like there wasn't like a Davos going all right we're gonna have these bipedal organisms and they're gonna rise from the mud and they're gonna build it just we just got here and i don't think anyone's pulling any strings i think that there are mechanisms going on that are so beyond human control that really only a supercomputer could understand and love. I think we're just watching. I think who, one, of, one of you three always says it like mold growing up a shower, like doesn't think about growing yeah, up. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's, you sounded so sad, but like, it, 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 I don't think <laughs> it's, it's as good as it gets, right? It's, I'm, it's, I'm being outsmarted by a mold. How do I, how do I be careful? But that's what I mean. Like, oh, no God, one, that's, that's depressing. Now I need a cigar. And yeah, no one, that's why I, I think yeah. no one's driving this thing. I, and I don't know if that makes it better or worse. I kind of like it a little more. Yeah. Uh, well, it's hard to it's hard for me to think that in the USA there are not a bunch of people who are driving things. Mm-hmm. No, there's Merrick Garland is driving a lot of bad shit. Sure. And, God, uh, what a loser he is. And oh, Christopher crap. Ray is driving a lot of bad shit. Yep. And uh, uh, the trouble is that there's there's absolutely nobody in authority who can call call their shit on it. Oh yeah, no, the, uh, the only person running, I think the flying monkeys are in charge. The wicked witch is dead. The, you know, the, uh, this guy uh, David. Um, oh God, what's his name? There's the, a bunch the, of old guys sitting around trying to retrieve facts. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Uh, no, my mother. What's her name? What's her name? My mother. It's holy David shit. Martin is the guy I'm thinking David about. Martin. David, David Martin. David Martin has, you know, he's got a pretty severe view of what's going on. He he has said that uh, we're going to end up with 100 million Americans dead from the vaccines. What's great about it is it's such and a bold prediction. Is he going to be right or wrong? He's a bold guy, and uh, he's, he's planted his flag in this. But what he's also tried to do is to get around the intransigence of the uh, the federal authorities by going to all the state attorneys general and trying to persuade them to start lawsuits against the pharma companies and all the other players who have created this enormous problem in America. Um, I don't know if he's had any success yet, you know, going through the courts the way he uh, he plans to is an arduous process but there's but, a big one the other day that turned out turns out to be important someone sued <clears throat> a company or an organization for not accepting um religious exemptions to the vaccine yeah that now was that's, a that's a that's a um that's the dam breaking that was a court because, in dixieland somewhere it might have been a louisiana federal district but, court but, but the the point being is is that this the vaccine mandates were imposed at so many different levels that yeah. you might be able to protect Pfizer, but you can't protect, you know, employer X who imposed it and fired people. And all of a sudden, you know, it, it seems as though six months from now, the world is going to know that this vaccine was utterly a piece of shit. Many mm-hmm. already know many. Right. And I'd say that the actual, the stupidity of the lockdowns was super is getting super common now. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but but it could be a, a winnable court case against almost every employer on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know what happens when it's almost as though you can't win when there's that many because someone will just say, fuck it, we can't do it. It's sort of like when the Indians sue us to get their land back. It's like, ain't going to happen. 
Yeah. Right. If it was a little postage stamp piece of land, they could get it back. Right. Yeah. But it's just too broad. And so if you start suing your employer for firing you and they'll go, holy fuck, we can't we just can't let this happen um, because every employer will be sued. Uh, well, we what, what might happen, though, is that, in you know, rather than that, um, individuals who, who are responsible for doing that, CEOs and other authorities um, can be punished for what they did without destroying whole businesses yeah mm -hmm. I, I guess so but it's going to fill the courts like we've never seen because it it's going to be. be every every ceo of every company well you know imagine uh the you know thousands of people thousands of bankers were prosecuted during the 1998 uh savings and loan crisis mm -hmm. and uh it was, you know they were pretty efficiently uh punished so uh, it seems to me that a few thousand people could be held responsible for the things that they did. But I, I see it potentially in the millions. Well, it could be. That's, could be. That, well, that, that's the problem. How many independently run businesses are there where they said backs or go? Right. Every one of those could be exposed. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah an uh, enormous legal problem for you know, and, an, and and obviously an enormous drag on <clears throat> on the entire society, GDP mm -hmm. and I everything mean, else. Under think about this. Yeah, just think about this. Just think about that. So I'm going to look plan, forward. I am looking forward to saying you fuckwads. I told you so. <laughs> right? I, think I mean, we're all pretty so much many. on the same page in this pot. What are you talking about? I'm looking yeah. forward to a lot of my friends apologizing to me. Oh, no one's going to apologize. That, what are you fucking high? Not yet. I don't have any friends. If that isn't obvious, like no, one, um... no one, no one's apologizing for shit. No, no one. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's. I don't know. It's kind of like, like at, at a wedding this last weekend. I had a bunch of like extended family members coming up to me and be like, "I watch your podcast," and I always like take a step back. Cause like yeah, I get out some of, people get are out like a, you vaccine denier, some motherfucker. Other people are like you're speaking the truth. It's kind of the same thing. I don't think anyone there's ever going to be any apologies for anything. I think the shit show is just moving forward, and I kind of find I find peace in that. I think what we're seeing actually is just everyone has cameras and microphones, so we're seeing everything happening in the world, and we think it's beyond fucked. But I think if you gave everyone a cell phone in like fifteen ten. By 1512, they'd be saying it's the end of the world. There's a central group of elites that are going to take over. Luther. They're, Give Martin they're... Luther a cell phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, seriously. Yeah, no, they're going to go back and they'll be like, there's a bunch of evil guys in Europe fucking the kids, hiding the gold. That goes forever. That goes how back to get, the dawn of time. How do you get this job is what most people Oh, my like, God. That's hilarious. Plus, I the think other thing is by the time you get to a point where you can fight them, they're like, this, this gig ain't half bad. Like, you know, so I don't know. I think. And there's some beauty in that. I think the shit show just goes forward. The musical chairs games goes forever until yep. the inevitable thermonuclear holocaust or asteroid. And I'm like, just nothing ever ends, right? Yeah. No, I mean, it's 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 Watchmen. Nothing ever ends. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, nothing ends, Adrian. It's nothing the, ever it's ends. The Mobius trip from hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it but it depends on how you look at it. You can say it's from hell, or I can go. You know what? Today. My internet works. My air conditioning's still on. I'm going to play some video games after this. And I'm going to order some Chinese food. Like, I'm okay with that Mobius strip. Like, it's right. it's not half right. bad. And tomorrow right. it might be over. We're going to do. But yeah, we're going to get done with this. But, but you could be, you could be the Ukrainian who thought he was fine January first, 
Yep. Who's 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 got his ass kicked pretty good. Not that I know what's going on there. I don't profess to really know, but I'm pretty sure no one else knows either. I've got to I've got to uh, uh, fire off a few BB rounds at the woodchuck who's uh, under my apple tree outside there. <laughs> is that hold on? Is that a euphemism for? Is that what the kids no, call he's it today? Going, <laughs> going, so we got a pee break and a hunting break. Now, yeah. I, okay. I, this is a great podcast. I, I call bullshit. This that was code. That's something. I don't know what he's doing. That's he's, he's, he, he, Dude, what he know, means is he's going to go choke the chickens in this backyard. And that's the code. Uh, so Jim's jerking off off camera. Yeah, I don't that, think was he can hear us. that was quick. That was quick. How did you catch any chickens back there, Jim? I didn't. Did he catch any? He's, he's not. I don't think he's going for any. <laughs> You're a bad man, Dave. That's all I got. I know. I know. <laughs> we're making chicken choking jokes while you were off. Here. Yeah. Well, oh. At least you've fessed up to it while he's here. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to like hear it after the replay. You know. I yeah, might have Tom, to break out the twenty-two now. He's still lurking at the back of the orchard. <laughs> rural, rural Damn. living. By the way, Jim, I'm going to be driving back and forth between the Adirondacks. And he and and Plattsburgh down to Ithaca, and if, uh, as I recall, you still are roughly in the uh, the Saratoga area. Yeah, I'm 15 miles east of Saratoga. In east the, of Saratoga. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I, across the river. In uh, you know, I'm about uh, 10 miles from the Vermont state line. But if you came down route, uh, if you come down I-87 from right. Plattsburgh, that's what um, I figured. And you just get off at Saratoga. I'm just, you know, 15 minutes uh, to the east, really. Okay. I might. I when, might when are you doing reach that? Out to you. Uh, well, I've got a rental car. I'm going to be doing it several times. So I got a rental car on the 5th that I'm going to be taking. It's a complicated story, but I'm going to be driving down on the 5th. Uh-huh. And, uh, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I might stop by. I might not. It's also a guy named Jim Pilat I'm trying to meet up with in Saratoga, too. So I don't um, know him. He's a gazillionaire. He owns sports teams. That's you're rich when you own sports teams. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, so the fifth is Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And anyway, we should get back to doom and gloom instead of this happy, cheery shit. No, but that, <laughs> but, but that's. I keep thinking Dave's going to turn around the kids. You're in the middle of the woods. I keep oh, thinking damn. you're going to turn around the camera. We're going to see the huge, uh, what is it, the huge owl at Bohemian Grove. <laughs> no, I just keep waiting for the FBI to come out of the woods, and it's like you know Ruby Ridge all over the camera. We're gonna get it like live on camera. Yeah, yeah that day's not all that important. I don't know. My, that's right. I, I'm offended. I'm offended. What was the thing they did? Um, oh, Zelensky, which I don't believe, posted the 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 Russian sympathizers. Remember that last week? Mm-hmm. Zelensky yep. r- 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 supposedly posted. And I'm thinking. I don't think he's that stupid. I think someone else posted those under his name of to make him look that stupid. Um, but I was really offended that I wasn't on the list. I said, oh, you are really a small man. Um, I didn't and, make uh, the list either. I know. No, no, it was a big list. It was it was it was uh, Tulsi Gabbard and Glenn Greenwald. But, but it was a surreally it was the stupidest thing you could imagine Zelensky doing. Yes. If, if if he had done it, but I don't believe he did it. No. This not. is this is what people don't understand. Back to Ukraine. The data we get directly from normal sources has been a lie from head to toe. Absolutely. And, and it's it's very hard to know what's true. What you can tell is what's not true is what every news channel. Yeah, seventy thousand dead Russians is not true. 
and Russians are losing and and Putin's a madman and his face is puffy because he's dying and yes. and and all sorts of things. And so so I've never seen the propaganda that rich that to me, that's one of the most propaganda slathered stories I've ever witnessed. Is there something better than that? Is there one that's I mean, COVID was pretty bad. I think COVID cake. No, but COVID, they were confused, right? So for a long time, we were trying to, we were all, in theory, trying to figure it out. I don't think they were confused for the last year about the deaths and injuries that the vaccines no, no, were producing. That's right. That's right. That that got slathered with propaganda. And that's coming out, too. I mean, that, that's, so I saw a meme the other day. It made sense. It, it showed a bunch of lions charging, and it said, the truth, all you do is let it out of the cage, and it will defend itself. Well, it's St. Augustine. The truth doesn't need to defend itself. Let it out mm-hmm. of the cage. Okay. It'll be on its way. I think that, yeah, I think it's just going to burn through it all. I really don't think there's anyone in charge. I think we're just, I think we're circling the drain. And as we get closer, it's just moving faster. And it's like Ray Kurzweil, right? The technological singularity. Like we're speeding up, it's speeding up. You know, now more happens in two years than what used to happen in 50 years. Well, when a lot of our culture does radiate off of technology kind of like heat waves off of pavement you know memes or you know or tiktok this or tweet screenshot that as technology accelerates i think our cultural shifts accelerate so we're kind of reaching this like blinding pace we're in like three future shock future shock yeah headroom guys yeah, we're yeah, we're going faster and faster to like you don't you can't grab onto anything are you mad about covid the war in ukraine or a bunch of trannies twerking in front of kids. It's just, I don't think it's. I, I think down. there's, I think there's a definite directed uh, uh, agent working to, I think to, to drive us all insane. I just don't think. I don't know how. I don't know. You know how many of them there are. Is the yeah. problem? Right. You right. know, there's just so many of them at this point. But it's clearly, you know, di- I, I, but something like Twitter is and Facebook they've clearly being directed well, sure. TikTok is being directed by the chinese government davos controls fucking facebook and, and twitter it's obvious they're selling they have seen they, they sit on a fucking board it's not tough you know i'm up ups- beyond I'm, that you know, i'm upset that there's been no intelligence operation or honey trap or honey pot or anything no one's tried to compromise me and that has been the most upsetting thing about this entire podcast. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I'll, I'll have reached the big time when you know people are spoofing me on Telegram as opposed to Twitter. Yeah, it's never. No one's <laughs> tried to impersonate me. No one's. There's never been a PR story about me. I've never been bought off for anything. I've never even gotten a shady email, and that's upsetting. I, I, you know, I've had. You know, you guys know. I've been. I, I've been visited by the FBI. I mean, the one. So you know about you know actually being a Russian agent. <laughs> Well, no, As I haven't even to gotten Zelensky, that. So, you know. I haven't even gotten that. I, I didn't know that. Did they rush oh, you? you know, up I, 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 I told the other shit? guys. I, I, I was. They, they came to question me about my, my former um, relationship with Strategic Culture Foundation, and then eventually they issued the OFAC letter saying I'm not allowed to write for them anymore under penalty of going to Guantanamo and being remanded and waterboarded, basically. I can't. Even and I went. That. Yeah, that's fine. I already. I, you know, I, I got the message the first fucking time you guys showed up to my house. <laughs> I can't even so, get that. So it's bullshit. Yeah, it was in, it was inside. a mostly friendly meeting. They were they they were just gathering the information necessary to think Did that they you had guys to... see the British cops arrest the old man for offending someone on yep. social media. Yep. yep. Oh, my God. Oh, oh yeah. My England's God. a foundation. Yeah. And, well... and you think maybe that's not what it is. And all of a sudden, the, the head cop just says, here's the deal. You made someone on 
social media very uncomfortable. And that is why we are here to arrest you. He said that. But what if that video makes me uncomfortable? Well, that's what the, the comments were filled with that sort of crap. Uh, I said, you know, this is not parody. This is astonishing. Um, I see stuff on Twitter. I go, someone's got to be faking this shit. They're, they're, you know, and then my question, big question is a physics question. It, it, I think they're going around the drain, doing laps around the drain in Australia, too. Do, do they go the other direction? <laughs> oh, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Clockwise. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Oh, fuck you. You know, <laughs> they do everything wrong in Australia. So, yes. To answer they're back that up to trouble again. I thought they were calming down and they've been doing shit again. I don't, Jesus well, you know, again, Christ. all these people are, you know, all these, they, they, this is their moment. Like this big moment here. This is their big moment. They've been preparing this forever, preparing for this moment for forever. They wanted to pull it off in 2050. They've moved it up to 2030 and they're going for it. Like but they look like they're, they're trying to destroy to 95% of the cows in the Netherlands, for Christ's sake, in their war against the fucking periodic table. It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I love that one, by the way. But, but okay, so picking on truckers and farmers. I, my brain explodes when I think about the politics of picking on truckers and farmers. The only other one that's in that category is Hillary wanting to fire coal workers. Right. Right. And 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 that turned out to be incredibly stupid and, and president losing move. She hadn't said that one line. She might have won. And uh, how well, that, the, the basket, uh, I think the basket is the horrible thing. This, I, this got enough people on. Oh, that and one was says that was the dumbest fucking thing imaginable. And, and like, she didn't say they were deplorable. It was an adjective. It was she a basket it was the noun. It was the noun. The fact yes. that they were deplorables. That's what did it. Oh it yeah, just, and we all just went cool, and we agreed yeah. and amplified, and she we all became deplorable. She just overnight. wrote a bunch of TV ads right there on the spot, right there yep. on the spot. Uh, she was just. It was. You talk was, about arrogance. That was the yeah. and that's thing. and that's I, honestly. You look at Hillary's campaign. You look at the way they they, they that that thing was run. It was very obvious that they thought the fix was in. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were gonna do, they, they they knew they won. It didn't matter what she said. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter. And and I believe it's the same thing with you know Klaus von Kaminschnitzel. It's the same damn thing. We're but, gonna come out. We're seems... just gonna tell you that you're not gonna you're not you know you're, you're not gonna need anything in the future because we're just gonna take it all from you anyway. So don't worry about it. You're not important. Here's your porn. Here's your video games. And here's your pablum. And here's but your it no, seems, pace. You it get to seems eat pace. stupid. It, and it seems stupid to the point I can't imagine these guys are that stupid. That's the problem. Well, uh, um, Steve Cortez did an interview with. Uh, Dick Morris, the political right. uh, yes. right. operator who who uh, assisted Bill Clinton back in the day. Oh yeah, but he's he's gone uh, completely off the reservation, uh, the the Democratic re- reservation. He's off sure. that now. Or and someone he, else is paying him. Someone else. Yeah, I mean, well, guys sure. like Dick Morris don't really have a have have any allegiances to a party. He, he has he has, he, a, he has a patron. He yeah. did. He did happen to say that uh, he believes that Hillary is going to be the nominee in twenty twenty four. Oh my which I god! Find I, know, I saw that. The other day. But there it is. He said it. Okay, who would yeah. be more preposterous, Hillary or or Biden? I think they'll do Newsom. Biden is out of the question. Yeah, Newsom is a possibility. But... How about let's throw in some stupidity here, Harris? Forget about it. Okay, just checking. This is a standard. Forget guy. about it. I don't think I don't think she's ever going to make be president in the first place. I still think it's going to be Janet Yellen or Gavin Newsom. I think they're. I think if they go after Janet Biden, get, Yellen, 
I think that they will get rid of uh, Harris if they really need to. And they will, if if things get ugly and bad, and oh, to save the fucking country from the from from the the, the, the scandal of the Biden administration, mm-hmm. they will they will Spiro Agnew out Harris, and they mm-hmm. and if Davos is in control, as I think they are of the White House and of the process of the DNC, you'll see Janet Yellen, and you'll see President Yellen because she is quote unquote un unpartisan. And she's respected oh, that, she's on Capitol Hill and all just that. Just in bullshit. the last two weeks, yeah, she blew she's, that. She's made a fool of herself. Oh, I, well, I, the last I, couple yeah. of weeks. I, so, no, that that was a dry <laughs> run to see. It's <laughs> a minimum. Yeah, like that matters. Like yeah. Biden can't even like you can't wow. read the teleprompter anymore. I mean, I really wish you would just be honest with us. Uh, I'm just reading this so I can get Jello. Oh, <laughs> that's what I want. I'm just I trying to get the Jello time and then nap time, and oh, poop of pants. You know, like, like you know, Phil Collins on the fucking episode of South South Park. <laughs> I mean, in many ways, there's got there's got to be a white knight in the Democratic Party somewhere. There's got to be. They've many, been purged. Yeah, in many ways, purged, Biden, Biden is the American dream. I mean, you don't <laughs> have to do shit. You're not actually working. Everyone's working behind the scenes. You read off a teleprompter. You have world class security. You just do whatever the fuck you want, shit your pants, and get the. I, I bet he Walk gets into the, the bushes. You I know. bet he gets the best amphetamines. Like he's got oh, it made. Yeah. He's got it made in the. What do you, did y'all see that video last week where it looked like a deep fake where his voice is deep? His eyes are wide open. You, and he doesn't he blink. Didn't blink. He's like, he's like you can't seconds. be American. That that was, somebody posted a meme of like of six different pictures of Joe Biden from within the last forty eight hours, and there were six different people. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I. That was so fucking eerie. That video. I, yep. It was pretty eerie. Now it was pieced together. I don't know if you watch it carefully, but it were segments put together. So he could have been blinking between segments. I don't know, man. Sure. No, no but, but it was. So they, they, in theory, could have taken the most eye bulging segments and put them together. In theory. I don't know. Well, so, you know, yeah. Possible. I don't know. I mean, no. I I just thought this the 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 two by three picture collage of of the six different faces of Joe Biden. Um, yeah. those are that weird. was the thing that scared me. Like, those are yeah. weird. Like I normally don't go in for like like low hanging like yeah that's shit like that. Yeah, it, it normally it's like reptilian overlords, but I mean, <laughs> it is odd. It almost seems like we are your friends. Yeah, is it a demor? Yeah, is it a demoralization campaign? Like, are they just trying to break your mind? So you think those are not real videos? I don't know. I don't like. I almost don't want to throw my hat in. But well, you know, they can they can do that. You've seen the Tom Cruise ones. You've seen the the Barack Obama ones. Yeah, they can do amazing things. Yeah, I don't know. It's. Well, I guess we'll, we'll wrap this up in like in like three minutes because I'm gonna, <laughs> I want to go eat Chinese food. I need a drink. And I'm going to kill Tom. <laughs> I need two drinks. Jim needs to go shoot a squirrel or whatever that's code for. I don't know. <laughs> what, pr- no, I got, I've got critters that's... assaulting my 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 right. stuff. I'll guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever that means. I'll, if we ever get to one of these podcasts, if we ever get to one of these podcasts where Dave says he needs a drink, now yeah. we know we've gotten somewhere. Then it's the end of the fucking wait, world. Wait, wait, that's it, it, that's it, it, it's like the WikiLeaks. 
Critters are attacking his junk is what he meant to say. Yeah, no, it's like the WikiLeaks <laughs> shit from like 2016 where it was like clearly pedophiles. They're like, please bring the walnut sauce with your hot dogs. Like Jim's clearly speaking in code. He's like, critters are on my tree. Easy <laughs> like, fucking sending a tripwire yeah, at They're knocking all the fruit off of my. Yeah, whatever that tree. means, you, yeah. you fucking. Well, I am being, I'm getting my dream come true. I'm getting compromised now. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm being inducted by the Mossad or the CIA. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I I'm know. finally getting in. Like, welcome, Tommy. Like, you ready? Well, to get... we're, get, we're all going to get arrested for seditious conspiracy now. But that's the worst part. It's like, I wish we would, because at least I, I know <laughs> that we'll validate it. our It won't even happen. No right. one, it won't even happen. And that's you guys, how you guys are marching to a different drummer. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to stay out of solitary confinement. But that's the thing is, it's not even going to happen because that would confirm it. We're too fucking right. fake and gay and unimportant. They're like, you're not even, you're not even halfway near the truth. That's like the sad part. It's like I don't. It would be well, you, so. No, you can be close to the truth, but your but your reach is not big enough for them to care. That's right, what right. I mean. That's what I mean. And that, and 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 to be honest with you, that's a good place to be. Because that's yeah, where you're under, most free. under the radar. Under that's the radar. where you're most free. Yeah. That's I, why everyone. I, did a, I no. did a tweet the other day, by the way, which was an interesting social experiment. I didn't intend to do it. I said, my brother's an accountant and he keeps track of everything. And year over year, his food bills up forty one percent. I saw. That I got seventeen thousand likes on that. Wow. It, what it what it what it tells me, and I've I've got, had a couple like that. What it tells me is that I hit the hot bone mm-hmm. of Twitter, Which and is. what if you if well, it, it everyone's experiencing that. You don't get seventeen thousand likes unless people are going, yeah, that's exactly right. That's what I'm seeing. And some guy actually had the audacity saying, "I don't believe it. I think you're just making all this shit up." And I go, "There's seventeen thousand guys who don't agree with you, dude." Um, <laughs> and, and but but it, it, it what it was is it somehow hit just the right nerve yes. and all of a sudden people go yes you know the cost of wonder bread has gone up blah 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 percent and you know it was just non-stop thousands upon thousands of comments went out to went out to dinner last night to my favorite well, actually the only chinese restaurant i will go to or asian restaurant i'll go to and, and uh, my favorite thing there is to get the the whole roast duck that they that they flash fry and then chop up in the little pits. And it's like my closest thing to like keto I can do over at this restaurant. It's great. It was also the best kept secret on the market because it was like 22 bucks for a whole duck. I'm like, well, I don't need to like slaughter my own ducks anymore, grow them and slaughter them. I can just go over to the yummy house and I can get all, it was $38. Now right. half a duck was 22. And right. I mean, I always thought it was underpriced anyway. Like that, that was the hack for Chinese food. But, it, and, but it's and, the and relative price. It's the relative. It was price. a relative price increase was insane. And I got everything else had gone up in price a, a little bit, but the duck went up, you know, from way underpriced to now I can't, no, I'm not, pay, I'm but not paying $38. Here's the break point. This is, this is the break point because if you're, if you read the shit from the past that, you know, at least 50% of Americans are, a hundred dollars away from a problem. Yes. Right. There are, and and then the question is what happens when you take their their family's um four hundred dollar a week food bill, whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. and you increase it by forty one percent, like my brothers. What happens to that well, family? Four hundred. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I, I don't, but yeah, our, any number you want, if they're living on the edge, forty one percent is not in the cards. No. And 
And and and then you, I had all sorts of people chime in and say, well, you use substitution. I go, yeah, well, here's the funny thing. If you're going to do that as an economist, you have to then completely reverse that through hedonic adjustments of the quality. So you're back to you're back to 41 percent. Um, but but I don't see how people who've been tiptoeing along the precipice. Yes. The huge percentage of the population. Yes. And all of a sudden in one year, boom, you're 41 percent under. Where is that? Is that showing up as skying credit card? Yes, it is. Actually, it's showing up in it's, it's showing it up in, in in credit card debt. It's showing up in M two M two is collapsing because of, because, because of, savings the, is being drained. One of the savings rate is five percent. One of the credit unions advertise HELOCs is a great way to pay your heating bill. <sighs> Can you believe the psychopathy behind that one? Right. So, so this this is a problem that will snap soon. Mm-hmm. This is not one of these, oh, 10 years from now, we'll still be talking about it. No. Mm-hmm. This thing has to end soon. Because and, it's just, and there's nothing, to, and, I'll, and I'll be honest with you, just to bring to kind of bring this, the, this is why I keep saying the Fed is not raising interest rates to tame inflation, because you can't tame cost push inflation with raising interest rates. It's not a demand problem. It's a supply problem. And you don't, you, you that interest rates, raising interest rates cuts demand. It cuts the demand for money. It's it's not going to change the situation. There's not enough goods for the amount demanded in the places in the economy which are important to everyone where the uh, where the supply where the demand is inelastic. Food, energy, clothing, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? These are inelastic demands, and right. because of that, you can't. You know, there there is no co- direct correlation between food prices and, and interest rates. Like, fuck off with that. And if you've got a and if you've got a model that says that, you're a fucking idiot because there is not one. You know what there is? There's a there, there's a there's a so, there's a correlation between food prices um, and social unrest. And and this is the first um, economic cycle top for which we're exiting the top. With mm-hmm. everyone pissed off. Yep. I've never. We're supposed to be euphoric, right? We're supposed. To, Tommy's supposed to be going. Oh, those dumplings are going to taste fucking great. Instead, you know, he might be going. Oh, I. I can I afford the dumplings today, right? I'm pissed right. off, right? Who knows, right? And so, so uh, I don't know how you go into a downturn with people starting pissed off. I don't know. It. You know. It's a good question, Dave. Theoretically, it seems like this would be a good way to make people uh, accept a draft for a world war, three square meals and shelter. Yeah. You take everything away from them. That's what would make it. Well, that's how they're going to mobilize the Germans. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Which is always good news. That's always, <laughs> that's always good news. Hey, I, I left that one hanging for that someone always, to swing in. So, you know, well. like, thank you, Dave. Like, I think, swing better. I think this one, this will end with someone more insane than Trump. Coming oh, to power, gee. and I don't know what that looks like. I don't know, if, but I mean, if 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 everyone's that fucked, if everyone's a hundred dollars away and their bills are going up forty percent, it ends with it ends with violent revolution, or it ends with someone even more insane than Trump. I I think it ends pretty quickly with like they they have they think they're doing what they're going to pull the Strauss and two step on us, take gas from under two dollars a gallon. To over five dollars a gallon, bring it back to three fifty, and go. See, we did great. We kept it from going to six. That's the Democrats' current messaging. Three fifty a gallon is still unacceptable. 
Yeah. I, I mean, we're really seeing like a, a real lesson in like physical reality. Yeah. Everyone's realizing how fake like pixels and numbers are and how real it is that we are carbon-based life forms that need protein, fat, and carbohydrates, shelter, and water. And no, Which means, oh, and and, uh, and and human contact. Don't forget and, that. Yeah. And bugs. And bugs. They literally say bugs. I couldn't been. get. I had to get through this without doing my fake. My, my, uh, my, Dave's, been, bugs? Dave's been. Turned. I'm not eating bugs. I I'm not gonna, either, dude. I'm going to kill not. myself if it, if it's bugs or nothing. I'm taking. Dude, I'm not. Like, I, my dogs don't eat bugs, and they we live in Florida. <laughs> like the bugs they want to fit the bugs that they want to serve us, my dogs won't fucking eat. You you got bugs the size of a pork chop down there. Yeah. No, I like they don't touch the <laughs> you think they eat the fucking you think they eat the Volkswagen sized goddamn cockroaches? No. <laughs> they don't. They're not dumb. Do they even play with them? No. Oh. They leave what them is- they're, not, they're not stupid. This thing's get Jim and his twenty-two down there. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. they'd be good for target practice. <laughs> well, you know, I, Too I, easy. I've got, I've got Too a bevy easy. of twenty-twos, Jim. You can more than welcome to come down and shoot them at the at the <laughs> at the palmetto <laughs> bugs to your heart's content, or the squirrels, or the rabbits, and everything else that are infesting my property. I don't know what code you guys are broadcasting right now. But don't do it on my fucking podcast. Yeah, this is so. This is this is what alternative finance press. This is the podcasting Pizzagate. What the this fuck? Is Pizzagate two point You know, it's all looks back. Like, what Speaking of Pizzagate, I'm hungry. I was gonna say, dude. Like, it's just five been years. From, five years from now, we're gonna have a bug. We're gonna have bug ETFs. They're going to be oh, the, 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 the oh, Chicago Mercantile Exchange. I, I hate you. Hey, I now officially hate you. When bug I have futures. to recommend the bug ETF to the fucking, uh, no, I know. not doing I'm going, it. I'm going long bugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still long guillotines and rope makers, guys. That's me. Yeah. I'm just going to light myself on fire like that. Tommy, Tommy, send me your address and I will definitely send you the orange robe to go along with it because we well, everybody you, has to do it properly. I'm going to wear the orange robe, on go just light go myself on, and I want you to come take a black and white photo of me, but instead of like the car and the, it'll just be like a Tesla. It'll be the same exact photo, <laughs> but it'll just be me burning with a Model S behind me. That's what I want. <laughs> With a Model S behind you. Nice. A Model S behind me. Nice and some touch. some nice Zoomer TikToking, and that will be the end of the American <laughs> Empire. Well, and with that, that happy note. On that happy note, I'm thinking of about uh, seven fingers of rye in a mayonnaise that, jar. That'll get maybe two thousand <laughs> two thousand likes. That will be. That will. Dave's such, such a broken soul. Touch, he just sees things well on Twitter likes. I, like, just, if, before you do it, let me lock and load that tweet. Dave, Dave's like, before you burn to death, like, do you think I can maybe post that with my watermark? It's like, <laughs> Jesus, like, we are. This is a fallen world. And for anybody yeah, listening to this, yeah, I was hoping for a silver lining. I, I, I got to do it. I got to do it cleverly so I don't get booted. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm more depressed than I was two hours ago. I thought there was a slight chance. Oh, no. Come out. This, the best the best way of looking at this, Tommy, is unfortunately, dude, you have to laugh at it. You have it's to. Dr. Strangelove. You it have is. to laugh at it to That's be right. able to process it. How Remember, I, Samuel Beckett said, nothing is funnier than unhappiness. Sorry, how I stopped worrying and learned to love the bug. That's what it love is. The bug. Yes, exactly. The That's bug. the name of the podcast. That's a, the, Love the bug. And love I the bug. We're back to code. We're back to code here. We're I'm back, sure we're back to code. <laughs>
FBI sitting there going, we're going to move. We're moving on them. A bunch of all guys, right, guys. FBI windbreakers are going to break we're down. Moving. <laughs> Fuck this. Whatever. Fuck all of this. I don't know. Gordon Gecko. The last four J6ers that we didn't round up. Gordon Gecko. You know, <laughs> no, this is what it is. Is Gordon Gecko is the least likely hero. Much like everyone thought the arrival of God would be like a king, but instead it turned out to be the son of a carpenter. We're all looking for a humble son of a carpenter, but the reality is the second coming of Christ is a greased hair, cocaine wired with fucking wrist cuffs and a gold Bentley. That's who will save us. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan Belfort. Praise be his name. God bless everybody. I'll put the links to all your descriptions and websites and Twitters and fucking podcasts and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. God bless everybody. Stay safe. It was uh, fun. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Take care.